0: Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So that was, um that was heavy. <laughs> that was heavy. That was insightful. That was impactful. I just sat down with Carmel Rodriguez. Um, you know her from Instagram, uh, but she's more than an Instagram profile that can do amazing things. Carmel Rodriguez is a, uh, a fitness instructor, former personal trainer. She has worked on the corporate level. She works on the private level. She's just a an actress she's someone that has you know been involved with many companies but is very independent she's a mogul she's just a prominent female figure that just represents She's just iconic in a way that she holds herself. Um, she is somebody that is incredibly genuine, sincere, empathetic. And this the, the conversation, you know, hit me on another level. You can, trust me, you're, you'll hear my voice change a little bit. She, she tugs on the heartstrings. We talk about family. We talk about, you know, the industry. And we talk a lot about how, you know, what her journey was and how she keeps it together, her time management, her training philosophy. And, you know, she she brought me realizations. I'm not going to lie. She just, I had realizations and and you'll hear me have those realizations. And I think that you'll have these realizations, you know, about life, family, um, commitment, um, you know, just dedication, a new look on a new perspective on discipline. You'll hear these things. So, you know, check it out and, and, uh, and let us know. And if you like the podcast, make sure to give us a quick little five-star review because it helps other people find the podcast. So I really appreciate it, but check out this video guys. Thanks. I was creeping a little bit, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, I heard that uh, me and you have a couple things <laughs> a couple things in common, most notably um, an addiction, uh, an addiction to popcorn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, popcorn. Yeah, I've struggled with this throughout
0: yeah. my life, and um, I thought that I actually heard that popcorn makes you bloated. Yeah. That, is that, that's got to be right. I'm, uh, this is the question. I'm bloated know. for many things. You, popcorn is probably <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Why does popcorn make you bloated?
2: Um, you know, honestly, if you think about it, it's it's puffed corn. Any kind of starchy stuff I find for me personally, like I love soda crackers, unsalted soda crackers. I could eat them for days. Oh, God. And my stomach will be like this. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn, I think, just kind of works the same way.
0: I, I thought I thought it was a zero calorie or, ordeal. I it's thought it was fiber,
2: good. It's fiber. So it actually helps, you know, yeah. put stuff down that way. But if you eat too much, like any fiber, it's going to start Stick. to bloat up and hang out. Right.
0: Yeah, doesn't yeah. it, uh, I'm sure you can't eat it before a shoot. It's got to mess up the uh, nutrition plan, no?
2: Um, yeah, there's a lot of things I eat that mess up my nutrition plan. But mm. popcorn, I enjoy and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it, screw when, it. I, when I need it. <laughs> screw it, screw it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, that's hilarious. I definitely have a problem. Do you, do you know what n- nutritional yeast is? Yes. Do you like it? No?
2: I, I, on have, your popcorn? I have it. And you have it? Yes, I don't put it on my popcorn because uh. I don't like to mess with my popcorn. No? No. Salt and pepper? Uh, yes, olive oil, salt and pepper, maybe coconut oil, yes. definitely the butter. Do
0: you do you make it in a pot or do you make it in the make the, the actual popcorn maker?
2: In a pot. Yes. Yes. The yeah, lid that's... has to be just a little bit off. Right? you got to let the air in. Got to let the air in. I couldn't figure out why my popcorn kept burning all the time and right? then I realized
0: Oh my god, yeah, that's the trick. I used to not do a little air, and I used to just keep it the lid on tight because I thought that's how I wanted them all to pop. And yeah. then I would I would take the hot pot and I would put the the sink on and I would run it around the edges so I could cool the edges. I, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out. So yeah, I do uh, I do coconut oil in the bottom. Bam um gives it that flavor no yeah Yeah. definitely add some calories but whatever yeah um yeah salt and pepper nutritional yeast bam oh my god butter a little bit just a tiny bit yeah we all got to sin a little bit right yeah 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 Yeah. yeah.
2: i believe in the butter if it's real butter it's good
0: right yeah oh my god so what's your nutrition plan
2: (sighs) huh um i eat what um fuels me I, i guess um I guess what I stick to mostly is I try to drink as much water as possible. I eat as many greens as possible. You can't really go wrong with that. I'm talking mm-hmm. spinach, some kale, uh, sometimes broccoli, <laughs> uh, greens. <laughs> and uh, um, and then I, I just eat what people would eat for for food. I eat, you know, I, I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan. I don't go by any kind of paleo diet or mm. anything like that. I believe that, um, a good balance of all foods is usually pretty good unless they irritate your stomach or they do stuff to make you feel disgusting. Yeah. Um, essentially. Yeah. Your body needs a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of good, a little bit of bad. So that a little bit of bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important.
0: Yeah. I mean, contrast for sure. Contrast is important. What's, uh,
2: (sighs) what's my bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to go.
2: Um, I, you know what? I don't know. Like, my cheat meals, or I don't even call it a cheat meal because then I cheat every day. Um, I pretty much stick to... got
0: to be careful with your words on here, Carmel. You can cheat every day. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, like,
2: I, I do. So. <laughs> Truth be told. Yeah. No, I am... I, um, what do I eat? Um, morning. I have an egg or two. Day in the Uh, life. Give it to me. Yeah. But most times I won't eat till about one o'clock. So I I, people say, you know, that, um, what do you call it? The intermittent fasting. Temporary fasting. Um, Yeah, I do it, but not because of that or what my body just works that way. My routine just happens to be that I don't like to eat in the morning mm-hmm. um, and my body does well without eating in the morning. So mm. I will have celery juice in the morning when I break oh. it or sorry, in the afternoon um, around 1231. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have a nice big 16 ounce to 24 ounce of lemon water in the morning room temperature. If 16 I can. to 24 ounce. Yeah. So wow. depending That's on. That's a lot of water. It's a lot You're of water. You're a small person. Yeah. Wow. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, why, why the lemon juice or lime, lemon or lime? Lemon. Sorry. Lemon.
2: Yeah. Lime. It helps the the digestional system to start. Kind of working for the day so that whatever i do eat goes down as best as it can
0: got you yeah. got you got you okay so eggs or sorry Egg, you break it with the celery. break it
2: with celery celery juice um wow. and then wow, i wait a bit um for it to take its course
1: wow Very <laughs> poetic. this is how we talk <laughs> yeah got it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: and then i i eat whatever so i i'm a big fan of peanut butter i'll have peanut butter and i'll have a, a whole grain english muffin Um, I'll have an egg with it. I have fruit all the time and that'll be my start to the day usually or avocado and on toast. Those are my two main ones. Usually with trainers and with people that are, you know, they stick to their programs and whatnot for fitness. They don't have a lot of really crazy awesome meals. It's usually the same thing. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Constantly. whatever easy and quick.
2: And seems to work. You don't want to veer off the path of not Mm -hmm. working if Mm -hmm. you can help that.
0: Are you a foodie at all? Like for me, I love... I, I, I will I have taken the approach of like, hey, let's eat for fuel, that's all it is. Um, period. And I've also but I like I just love like I love um curries, I love Thai food, I love vegan food. I like there's not you can't I everything. Literally everything. Yeah. And I'll just so for me it's hard to just like a lot of trainers will just hit you with a meal plan. It's the same thing five days out of the seven days, and you're like, "Oh yeah. my god, how do I do this?" Do you provide that at all for your clients? Is that is that a thing that you do? Or no,
2: no, I don't. Um, I don't. Um, I don't love the idea of um, planning meals so much. I love what it is supposed to do for you and all right. of that, and I and I try to do it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a foodie too. I enjoy yeah. having foods that. Um, that I love the taste of. Mm. And I love cultural foods. Um, mm. I'm a cultural person. Um, are you Filipino? No, no, not even close. What are
0: you? Well, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn. I thought you did your research. Damn it.
2: No, come um, on. My mother's Malaysian and my father's French, Scottish, what? English. Yeah. So I wow. love, again, that's a mix. Oh, it's a mix.
0: And your husband's black. Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. So your, your kids look amazing. You have They're... some beautiful mixed babies. Thank God you. damn. Yeah, that's the goals for sure. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> They're no. alley
2: cats. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. I'm a I'm I'm a white mutt. <laughs> that's my dad. Say. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I am. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they have their uses too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so sorry, you don't <clears throat> necessarily subscribe to the nutrition thing. I'm so surprised. No, I do.
2: I do. I do. Okay. I, I wording correctly. I enjoy good healthy food. Yes. And I have some rules where. Again, I don't eat things that upset my stomach or that I know I don't regularly eat things that are not so good for you. I love cultural foods. I love experimenting. I love eating things with taste, with sauces. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. curries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that sort of thing. Um, um, I make stews and I love making a really good pot of chicken stock soup filled with like potatoes and just drenched in sauce. I love sauce.
0: True mark mark of a chef. Sauces and soups. Sauces
2: and soups. Yes. Yes not a chef for me but <laughs> got it <laughs> yeah, you gotta um, be a little I bit i could pretend yeah. um but um yeah but at the same time um so those are the things that i would do maybe in moderation
0: yeah if you will totally no right? i'm, I'm so. totally with it you don't you said earlier you <clears throat> don't necessarily subscribe to uh, veganism or paleo or this that and the other that seems one of those things or keto or carnivore or every side of the spectrum from carnivore to vegan seems to have just encapsulated every trainer in the world. Why not you?
2: Man, I'm probably the weirdest trainer. I'm, I'm kind of real life. Like I have two children. I've got a house full of busyness. Um, I I love being disciplined, but I'm also um, I'm also not, and yeah. I feel like I need to do what works for me and in my environment. And if I go crazy trying to meal prep and try to be this or that or the other, I think that in itself is a stress that I don't want to take on. And a lot of people, when you talk about meal planning and trainers doing all of this, I think it's great. It's not in my scope of practice. Right. I'm not a nutritionist. And I feel that I'm still trying to learn my own body. Um, and I feel like I have some ideas and some rules and some, some, some things that people should know, like eat your fruits, eat your veggies. They do work, you yeah, know, drink yeah. lots of water. Those are yeah. things that you should be doing. Yeah. Um, and those alone, if changed in someone's diet, will be a huge help. Mm-hmm. Um, just starting with that, but most people can't even do that, right? Right. So starting to ch- to get them on a huge meal plan that completely changes their entire lifestyle when they're not even ready to do that yet, puts them there for a moment, and then most people fall out of it and go Crash much and worse than they were to yeah. start with.
0: Oh, I've already broke my meal plan, so why don't I have another three donuts? Like, yeah. who cares at this point, right? Yeah. yeah, I totally get it. So let me play devil's advocate here. So let's say. Um, I try to meal prep. I don't always. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I'm just out constantly and I'm super frugal so I hate buying lunches and stuff like that. That's my main motivation. Yeah. I just don't want to give you know i don't know tim hortons or smack or some place. my money yeah you know that's just how i am so i'm wired so but what would you say to someone okay yeah sure you don't want a meal prep and maybe it's too strict for someone initially but you know prior preparation prevents poor performance Mm -hmm. and you know discipline can be freedom right if you you get it down like i i'm trying to get it to a point where if i just i just get it down i just get it down and you know all of a sudden bam meals are done i don't have to think about it because for me biggest inconvenience mm-hmm. you know my body's just like i'll go 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 and then my body's like hey joss hey stupid fuck up there like you're gonna eat and i'm like no relax <laughs> right because yeah. i'll be like not in meal prep so we're just gonna we're gonna tough it out until we get home right yeah what do you say to those people They're like ah you know what if you're disciplined you don't have to worry about it come on now
2: yeah no i'd say if if that works for you by all means do it Such right a canadian answer i mean well the truth is everybody's different there's yeah. no two people that are the same i mm-hmm. don't have your life you don't have mine mm-hmm. do you have kids no, I You don't. don't have kids, it's a different world with children. And so as I much either. as I would love to put time into myself more than I am now, Sometimes I just can't do that. And so mm. for some weeks, I will meal prep. I'll have it all down. I'll be like, damn, I'm on fire. I'll have it ready. <laughs> I'll have my big up. soup made up. I'll have it yeah. frozen. I'll have all the vegetables and the fruit. I'll have it washed. I'll have it shaved. I'll have it everything oh ready. My, my husband will go in the fridge. he would be like, I can eat this all the time. And then week two, it's like, where the hell did all the food go? And what ha- I can't keep up with it. And yeah. But I, it doesn't mean I'm not going to continue trying. It just means that in my life, in my lifestyle, there's balance, and that balance is sometimes being on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: that means as well sometimes being not on it. Because my priority may be that week that I'm spending more time with my children doing something else. Or I maybe yeah. I have a podcast to do tonight, yeah, you know, maybe you or do. whatever. So yeah. I have to take things as, as they come.
0: How are you okay with chaos?
2: I live in chaos. <laughs> I work really well under the gun. I'm good at um, putting things together when I have to. And there's no alternative. Um, I'm not a greatly awesomely organized person. And that Great is to chance. my detriment. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, I feel like it's also kind of put me at another skill set um, yeah. by being able to work in chaos. But um, totally. um, chaos is awesome when, it, when you can figure yourself out of it. Yeah. Um, but it can also be chaos, which... And suck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. From the outside looking in, and obviously I dig a little bit, but it's just like there's certain people on this planet that you look at from the outside and you're like, wow, they really have their shit together. They really, like, they've crossed their T's, they're, uh, they've dotted their I's, and from the outside looking in, it looks amazing. Obviously, we know that's not the case. You're super transparent about... It just not having time to work out your whole model is around that or just mm-hmm. you know making use of a bed oh my god i almost forgot brie please <laughs> cue oh that gosh. up oh my gosh so listeners will know because i already did an intro on you as they'll hear uh earlier in the cast but um if you don't know who carmel is everyone that's tuning in on video uh this yeah. is what she's about she is about getting a, a core workout in at a at a hotel or something of that nature <laughs> that's how she's doing it so can you can you run me through real quick what you're doing for yourself here
2: <laughs> so um okay i'm a kid like yeah my whole nature is a child i'm i'm i love to play around but truth be told Sometimes this is the only way I can get a workout in. And in this particular circumstance, I was at a hockey tournament with my son and we were sharing a B&B with another family and I needed to get a workout in and they've got kids downstairs and we've got stuff going on and I'm just like, I'll be up in the room making noises. I'll be fine. I'll just be training. Nobody's
0: so, hurting me. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so
2: this is what I came up with. There's a few other things that maybe I'll post over, the, over some period of time. <laughs> but yeah no i make use of a bed i make use of a couch these items are in the house for a reason yeah uh
0: yeah i don't know if that's the reason <laughs> sure i mean uh yeah uh temper maybe did that in the test room i can kind of see you might be denting in the drywall a
1: little you bit you know there. what
2: i checked everything everything was good. okay okay sorry I, I didn't mean to put bed you... wasn't broken we're all right wall was fine cool. you know and i held my core in just well enough so i knew i wouldn't damage anything <laughs> There's, right. there, there's a ninja aspect to this whole thing <laughs> right
0: right i definitely a ninja aspect that, that's to me that's like a. I i made some poor decisions the night before i need to get the fuck up out of this bed asap and go that's my ninja skill right no there.
2: i was um getting ready for my shoot that was happening the moment i came back from this hope trip
0: very funny yeah very funny and then i got
2: sick right after this
0: gotcha yeah i mean to me that just that in that embodies you, <clears throat> from how little I know of you, but I mean, from the way you personify yourself, and I followed you for a long ass time when you started working with uh, RYU, I think. Really? Uh, I yeah, my that. girlfriend Tracy used to work for RYU, oh. uh, just in one of their stores, um, and you came in or you did some shoot, or I don't know, you had some interaction with them or whatever, oh. and she's, um, she's just graduating business school, and she was like, uh oh my god uh there was this like super badass like kind of like weird funny ninja mom weird. person <laughs> that came in and she was just super exuberant and super fit and i don't know i think that you know a lot of people definitely look up to you and and all that she's gonna be super pissed that i said that but whatever tracy <laughs> um and oh, um that's sweet and so that <laughs> embodies what and i say that to say the the time that i followed you and, and and used your workouts and and stuff like that um it just it in one 30 second clip that is you and i <laughs> had to give viewers that and if you're just listening as she describes, she's literally just like sitting on a bed popping up on a bed sitting on a bed popping up on a bed <laughs> trying to engage your core trying to get a workout in when she's at her son's hockey tournament in hope, apparently. Hope, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's totally amazing. Why do you feel the need? For me, uh, I'm a little different. If I'm like, I'm gonna go get a workout in. That means something. Like that means I'm gonna go. I mean, it could be the track, it could be the gym, it could be the court. I could have a basketball background, whatever it is. But like I'm gonna go for at least an hour, and I'm gonna, you know try to kill myself i'm gonna go in and and, and really i want to finish this workout and be like hell yes and try to get that high right because that's what it's about for me is like really pushing yourself to the limit and then and then you know enjoying the fruits of your labor if you will right mm-hmm. you know physically mentally emotionally spiritually even and when i see it when i see something like this you have a different methodology we are like nah man get it where you can get it You know, like whenever, wherever, what, what feels the need for you to do that? Because for me, it's like, I just, if I only had five minutes, I'm like, ah, man, whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to like, you know, do some handstand pushups or something like that. Why do you, what makes you just go like that?
2: You know, I think there's several things. Um, One is, I know after I do it, I just, I feel better no matter what. It's like, if I move, I feel better. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, um I have to have that mentality or I'll never get it in. you know, um, again, having kids, you know, being busy, um, running a business and wearing all the hats I do, it's just like I, I I gotta find time. So if it's me putting my leg up on the counter and you know, and stretching, I'm gonna do it. It feels great. It yeah. works. It's like I'm using the gym whatever they have there. I'm just in my kitchen. What the heck is the difference? Like, honestly.
0: There's yeah. no difference, you yeah. know. I'm using yeah.
2: a rice bag because I don't have weights at home. or The type of weights I want to use, it works. But Why it's not a weight. It? A weight is a weight. A weight is a weight. I'm doing it. I'm 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 getting it done. You know what I mean? And if that little bit of something provokes my next happy mood or my next, I don't know, um, you know, I don't positive vibe Joyful for whatever I'm doing. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a primer. I look at yeah, yeah if you will. I told, uh, yeah. I, I try to work out, you know, in the, in the mornings before I do anything. Right. And if I, if I don't get a workout in the morning, I'm not, I'm just not, I just don't feel like I'm as good of a person. Like, I, I don't know, maybe that's just, you know, issues I have, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm maybe not as fun as and excited. Or if I don't, like, if I can't get a workout in, like, I'll make sure to meditate and stretch and just do something. Cause if I just, mm-hmm. you know, get up, shower, eat, go, it's, it's a bad day already. And I just, I can't get out of that funk. I mean, that's a problem I have, but to me, it's almost like a drug. I mean, it's literally like if you could take all of the benefits that sweating and exercise and breathing and movement and mobility and flexibility give you, put it into a pill, pill, (laughs) like that would be, I mean, that's like, that's, that's the greatest pill ever invented, ever. They're trying ever. to do that. <laughs> Are they trying to do that?
2: <laughs> Isn't like that?
0: Who's they?
1: <laughs> they, you know, they. the mysterious
2: they. They, got it, yeah. I'm sure there's one trying to be made somewhere, somehow. Uh, I mean, they've got them in other forms, but
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I, yeah. But you know what? That's probably, that's awesome. The fact that you're finding what works for you in the morning, right? And if you can't get it in the way that you get it in, will you settle for something that'll help you get a little of it? Is that, That's a good point. Right? I mean, if, if that can happen and if that can give you a little bit of an advance to your morning to start off, you know, the way you could, then why yeah, not take that opportunity? Then
0: take it. Right. I get it. But then there's always the, oh, well, I, you know, I should actually reply to that email or I should actually like, I left these people on red for three days or there's this and there's that. And then those things, I don't know why those things are more important constantly, but they are. Yeah. And you can't, I can't seem to get that out of my head.
2: That's you like, know, I think my dad used to always say to me is, Ironically actually, but my dad used to always say Carmel, you cannot take a U Haul to your grave. Meaning that you can work, you can buy all these clothes, mm. you can do all the things that you think you need to do. Um, but when you die because your health is terrible, that's you can't it. it that it's over. You yeah. can't take any of that stuff with you. Mm. So my dad passed in June and Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um It happened that's part of life Mm -hmm. but ironically he worked until he passed and you know I think part of that influences a lot of the way I think these days and that is you have to take your opportunity I'm gonna do everything that I can for my family and for myself to make sure that I have control or I, I do the things that I have control over so I do the things right for what I have control over. If I have a disease or if I'm given cancer or something like that, I can't control that aspect of my life. But if I do everything to prevent that and I still get it, I know I've still done my part. It probably could have been worse. Do you know what I mean? So if I sit there and I I don't do those things and later something happens, I can look back and say, shit, if I had only done this, maybe this could have been avoided. Mm -hmm. And I've done that before with a lot of my life. And I don't think it's, it's okay for me to do that anymore. Regret. Yeah. So I think that influences a lot of the way I think. Those moments, those five minutes, you know, the preparation for the food that week and not the next maybe, but the next <laughs> week after that, you know, yeah. like those things influence the way I make my decisions. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's absolutely a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. probably the only one I have. And, um, you know, I was just really lucky to have coaches um, obviously come from a sports background that just if I man, I had so much pent up anger and testosterone (coughs) from being a kid that, you know, that that stuff gets to you. And it's just so easy to make decisions that are poor based off of those emotions and the energy I feel like yeah running from your past is one thing but i mean it's a mechanism for sure i just i have this concept that's just like that i stole from joe rogan because he's a genius i love him <laughs> shout out to joe joe <laughs> you ever in vancouver man come by <laughs> um, he has this he does this thing called sober october which is just like uh it's just literally pandemonium just no drugs no alcohol and just work out as much as you can throughout october there's more details whatever mm-hmm. the point is that there he has this theory of like you have a cup and you just need to empty it every day and if you don't empty it it'll start boiling over and then you'll start doing all this irrational shit that you necessarily wouldn't necessarily have done but like for instance you know like if you're in traffic and you know someone cuts you off you, if i haven't worked out like i'm mad i'm like yeah. i'm mad like and i'll catch myself like hey what what is wrong with you but yeah. if i just came from a workout or you know if i worked out in the morning or if i went for a run or anything if i just sweat yeah. I'm just like, yeah, he's probably in a rush. Yeah. He's probably in a rush, right? Like, it's fine. <laughs> so it's much cool. more tolerant, huh? Yeah, you're just like, whatever. Yeah. It's cool. Like, uh, something about putting your body under extreme stress for right. short periods of time just makes everything else, like, a breeze. Yeah. You know, even in business, like, a breeze. Like, oh, yeah, okay, you didn't get the contract. Okay. Like, don't worry about it. No, yeah. That's fine. I'm sure you must have the same thing with your kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's something I haven't had to deal with yet, but yeah. You know. Oh, you broke that? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <sighs> Come yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Are you, uh, are you a you proponent of uh, meditation or anything like that?
1: I pray.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a form of meditation. Definitely is. For sure. I
2: yeah. meditate through my workouts, even the hard ones. Yeah. How so? Uh, when I throw down whether I'm angry or I'm I'm in movement, um my, my brain shuts off, things shut off, and I just have this, it's a rhythm. It's a rhythm that I do, um, even in that silly ninja jumping <laughs> whatever funny video. Um, it shuts my brain off, and I just have this kind of vibe of I'm just moving. I'm moving, I'm feeling my body, I'm feeling what it's doing to my body. I'm hearing nothing but, but my, my, I guess, my connection from what i'm doing up here or sorry what i'm doing here to here and i definitely feel it as a form of meditation a lot of people ask me because i used to play a lot of Sade music in my videos and even when i was throwing a medicine ball or slam ball down i'd still be playing Sade. when i'm going hard in my jump rope and you it looks like i'm you know doing fast rope and fancy footwork i'm listening to (laughs) shoddy you wouldn't think that music actually coincides with the movement i'm doing but her ability to kind of reach in and tug at your your you know whatever your heart whatever is. the soul yeah. Yeah. you know that that to me is a meditation a form of meditation wow. and that music and that idea behind that um is meditation for me
1: hmm.
0: wow
2: yeah if that makes sense
0: <laughs> totally 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 makes sense um yeah i mean meditation again i like to go to places where i'm on the edge like i like to live on the edge like in living on the edge that's a bad way to say that but i like to go to places where there's you're just kind of you're just falling off of comfort and you're just kind of like right here you're just doing this balancing act right so the two things that really get me there well actually three things one is being incredibly busy i love it yeah uh two is uh, in extreme workouts, you know uh just getting the cardiovascular system fired mm-hmm. at the highest level just totally gets me there mm-hmm. and then the third is meditation,
1: yeah like
0: I get to this spot where i like this is a scary thing to say, but you, you can't the whole idea is control your breath, control your thoughts, control right. your breath, control your thoughts, focus on your breath, control your thoughts, nothingness 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 that doesn't happen yeah. right, and it's like I get angry because I'm one of those person i' I'm, I'm type I'm the type of person that like, I'm a Virgo. I like perfectionism. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm like, no, I should be great. You know, there's no reason I shouldn't do this. I've been practicing this for like a year and a half. Why can't yeah. I do this? What the fuck? And I just get angry at myself, right? Which in workouts is great. Pushes me further. Yeah. Right? And in basketball games, great. It pushes me further. And meditation doesn't do dick no. for you. It just digs you deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into that hole, right? And it, yeah. It, and I use these things to run away from things, right? And it seems like it's a constant feedback loop and just try to figure it out. So that's why I was interested to know, you know, if you had an approach with it, but
2: yeah, well, actually for me, um, prayer, like I mentioned, um, I get angry too, because I get angry with God about, Mm. um, why things are the way that they are. And I have, I grew up in a very, um, not religious because, um, my, my dad was sure to differentiate religion and belief and faith for us. And we grew up in a Christian household. We didn't practice Christianity. There was no um, clergyman or any kind of ritual in our churches. It was basically based on having elders and people standing up and testimonials and things like that and praying and reading. But I grew up within that kind of that strictness, right? Where it is was um, no TV, no radio, no music. Um, um, for a lot of my life, um you no know, phone calls from boys. Not, like Uh-oh. not all. It was Uh-oh. very, very strict. Yikes. And so I've had this love hate relationship with, with being a Christian, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my dad used to always say to me, he used to say, you know, Carmel, God is there for you to talk to Him, right? He's there for you to talk to Him. So if you're angry, <laughs> be angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. If you're upset or you're thankful, be thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, but acknowledge Him because that's kind of what He's looking for. Because. Mm-hmm. He's not looking for a perfect person. He's looking for someone who knows that they need him because that's what he's there for. That's why wow. he made us. So that helps me. And I feel like um, when I do when I do pray, which is a lot, um, like even when I go on a, a shoot or something and I'm like sick and dead and I'm mm. like, I don't know if I can perform and I'll give it all to him in the morning. And honestly, that day works out. And yeah, what can way. I say? I, it, I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't all me because I couldn't. That's why I had to ask for help. Yeah. Um, wow. but yeah, that's how I get through it. But I get angry <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> with a smile on her face. Oh yeah. I, I get mad. Oh, I get mad. <laughs> that's the yeah. scariest type of anger. <laughs> yes. That's a different, that's a place you don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You open the door. She's pissed off with a smile on <laughs> her face. God damn. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Um, that's hilarious. <clears> so what, so li- I want to, I want listeners and I want your base and our base to understand that you're not, this person that is in front of us, you're a product of many things. You're a product of your experiences and how you've dealt with them and the people around you. And I know that you weren't always this angelic, sorry, perfect person that is before us today with her hair done and her nails done, you know, drinking water.
2: Well, now, Do right? you want to see the nails for real? Do <laughs>
0: you want to see my nails? I ain't got nothing, okay? I got nothing to show. I got nothing to show. Yeah. And that person was crafted over a long time. And as long as I've ever, you know, been watching what you've been do- doing on social media, I mean, that person's been pretty awesome. How did that person become, personify this? You personify this almost like an empowered woman that's almost iconic in a way, right? Mm-hmm. You've crafted out a lane for yourself that didn't previously exist, at least in my mind. Or you're the first person to occupy it in my mind, but that wasn't always this way. How did How did you get to that level of greatness almost like i mean i don't mean to i don't mean to i don't mean to blow smoke up your ass i really don't but you know facts are facts like i'm someone that admires people that can actually get to a high level of functionality you know in health and wellness and family all these things you seem to have achieved that on some level and i know you're still working on it but damn that's a level Hmm. you know like that's a milestone right there how'd you get to that milestone
2: um first of all thanks i appreciate that i i don't think i've ever heard it like that before but (laughs) (laughs) um you know i know maybe it sounds cliche but yeah i am still i'm still working on it Mm -hmm. like you said my nails are nicely done they're not and they're usually not um for the record i'm wearing a dress for like the first time in a very long time
0: honored um honored. actually
2: it was given to me by colvinder
0: <laughs> <Michael> because <Binder. laughs> oh, i yes. own
2: sweatpants and you know what i mean yeah. um i you know i don't i don't i i am um i'm just living i'm living and i'm trying to figure out my own way and the only way i can do that is by um just continually trying to stay on the right side of things i guess mm-hmm. you know um one of the things that I know for sure is that when I make decisions based on my intuition versus what I think I need to do, I win. And then when I make them based on what I think I need to do and what I think people are going to see off of it because of what I think they need to see, I lose. So I, I believe that um, just staying true and, and making sure that every single day I wake up thinking, what am I going to do today to make it different than yesterday? You know, what am I going to do today um, that is going to help me get further um, than where I am right now? And Mm -hmm. that may not be in my business. That may be just as a mother. Right. That may be just for me not to feel, um, or or because I'm nursing an injury, you know, Mm -hmm. that may be just something as small as that. But every small, little, tiny increment of progress is progress. Totally. And if you look at it like that, instead of looking at this huge picture and this huge thing that needs to be fulfilled, um, I feel like you'll get somewhere.
0: Brick by brick.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: Brick by brick. For sure. That's so interesting. I, I got to pinpoint something you said there. So you said you were like, if I go off my intuition and how I feel, at the end of the day, and then your voice just changed. You're like, I'll, I'll win. <laughs> if I don't, I'll lose.
1: Yeah, it's true. And
0: there's this moment of distinction. You, you're a person that has a lot of contrast in your life. This is just I'm just trying to pick up themes and patterns and people in general. Um, I, I have a mind like that where, you know, for instance, you have, you have ninja ability, such a weird word, but totally hey, applicable. Hey, you gotta own it. Gotta <laughs> own it. You have super, you know, ninja agility, mobility, flexibility, all this stuff, strength, conditioning, which is super intense, super intense. And then you're this caring, loving, you know, mother and support figure and compassionate and empathetic person at the same time, right? And but you seem to have a competitive drive (laughs) what the fuck you know i don't know how does that work that's hidden because because i'm 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 just i'm one way yeah i'm i'm i don't have the you know that's i gotta work on. but i'm one way you seem to have this nice contrast going on
2: yeah i don't know if it's a nice contrast it's definitely a fighting contrast i have with myself oh i think um my dad is super calm Mm -hmm. super compassionate empathetic to a feeling like I'm telling you if you hurt yourself and he sees you hurt you you're explaining to him this cut you have on your knee he'll feel it he'll be like okay I can feel it and I have I have that from mm-hmm. him a lot of that from him and but at the same time my mother is feisty oh she's very feisty mm-hmm. and she's really good at getting her her way um but I also believe hard work comes from the, the moments that are not seen. It's, it's all that undercover work, mm-hmm. right? You don't talk so much about the stuff that you're doing because if it doesn't happen,
1: <laughs> it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah.
2: So you do the work, you do the work, you grind, you grind, you grind, hard work, hard work. You're compassionate. You're humble because you have to be mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you have to be better than you were before so that's the competitive thing Mm -hmm. i'm i'm definitely a competitive person i grew up with five brothers Mm. um i compete i I, I competed against them
0: older brothers younger brothers i'm the second eldest
2: so one elder brother interesting and my competition wasn't i want to beat that girl it was i'm wanna gonna beat, beat that guy, that guy. Yeah. it was never about the girl
0: yeah the girl um, was easily beatable.
2: <laughs> yeah or or maybe i just didn't relate to it i don't think i i ever tried the, the, it wasn't a competition with a girl i actually just wanted a friend i wanted Aww. a friend <laughs> i was Aww. always with guys it all comes out i i'm friends with guys like that's how i do like i that's how i know i know yeah. how yeah. to hang out with it. guys it's my it. thing yeah. um yeah, and so for me, the competition is there. I want to be better, but not because I want to be better than them. It's because I I want to be better than myself, and I need to see where I can go with it, right? So it does I don't know if that makes sense. So you're but,
0: using the moments as like milestones.
2: Yeah. So if I if I see someone, anyone doing something, um, and I really like what they're doing, physical. Let's talk physical, right? right? And I feel like. I should be able to do that mm-hmm. and I go and I try it and I can't do it mm-hmm. or let's say I can do it but I can't do it that well mm-hmm. oh that pisses me off mm-hmm. <laughs> and so my days are spent and not necessarily doing that particular thing but I'm working on little tiny areas areas that'll lead me to that so the next time I try it I'm gonna be that much better but not because I practice that but because I practiced all the little things that go into that moment
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then it's there <laughs> And then I feel validated.
0: You don't know why we're um. laughing right now. There, um, Yeah, I have a similar thing going on right now, actually, where I saw someone on Instagram do a fucking handstand. And I was like, that's cool. I want to do that. Maybe I can do it just a little bit. Not very good. And I started doing little things to try to figure out how to do it, and I started reaching out to find out how to do it and that has been the process through the last week.
2: yeah, um, oh, it's been a week. I thought it was a only a couple of days
0: no nah, I tried I tried I tried, a, I tried a little bit before and I was <laughs> super bad I couldn't I threw that up on Instagram if you don't know, just check out my Instagram there I uh, <laughs> I couldn't even. I couldn't even get up. I I could just like pop my two feet up and they just fall back down. I couldn't. Your video was actually
2: quite good. So
0: thank you. That means so much to me.
2: (laughs) It was actually quite good, and there was noticeable things that you could have done and that you could do now to change your moments of staying up to you know more than more than a couple seconds. Totally.
0: I'm trying to get. I'm really trying to get like 10 seconds, but. That's my goal right now. I can do five. I did five. Good. That's my max right now. And I'm five, but then once I'm a falling tree, I'm just a falling tree. Yeah. And uh, and I want to get 10, but then what I really want to do, like, I can do the push-ups and stuff. Like, I have strength. That's not what I'm worried about. I want the balance and stuff like that. And yeah. I want to be able to walk downstairs and shit because I'm jealous of people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and yeah.
0: then I want to be able to go from on to hands and then just... Like I want to be, I want to be able to be on my feet rather and just flip onto the hands. Which yeah. is, I don't I have no reason for wanting these things. I just do. <laughs> uh, so I definitely get where you're coming from. That yeah. uh, I don't know. You know, that's just what it is. That's I'm,
2: the kid. That's the nature. That's 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 the competitive kid nature I, in myself, anyways. Maybe for me, maybe for, for sure, 100%. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. if I see kids, like I okay, whenever I'm at a photo shoot, or I'm and I do my photo shoots are usually i'm doing strenuous activity like yes they're not i don't i don't model i'm not, I'm yeah. not a you, model. you get
0: a workout and they, pho- they photograph me.
2: and they photograph me sometimes it's three hours sometimes it's one hour sometimes it's 12 hours wow and i'm training training okay. training and mostly i'm around 20 year olds
1: mm-hmm.
2: i'm the oldest one in the room all the time how old are you carmel i'm 41 i'm the oldest one in the room all the time <laughs> yes i said it out loud <laughs> Age is my fear. but You just, you we'll just had a bunch later. of
0: people be like, whoa, <laughs> shit, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Didn't mean cut you off.
2: <laughs> yeah, so... And I'm always the oldest. But point being that my kid nature will not allow me to acknowledge my age yeah. forever
1: yeah. and ever and ever. Yeah.
2: So I will still try to walk downstairs on my hands up until I'm maybe 60 and my fingers are like, you've got arthritis. Yeah, you can't you do this, this anymore.
0: anymore. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now we... With the team here at so far we're the same way. Like we had we'll do we just we'll have like photo shoots and we'll do like staging boxes and stuff. So we'll do a lot of products and, and for different companies, whatever. We we'll just and we'll put, you know, backgrounds and lightings and stuff and we'll have this big prop and we'll be like, Yo but I can, I bet I can kick that shit, <laughs> and then we just waste thirty minutes trying to kick it. You know what I yeah, mean? Right? It's just like, and you're like, ah, is <laughs> that a waste of time? Maybe, maybe not. You know what I mean? I get it. Did you it got, make
2: you smile and yes, happy it did. and angry at the same time? <laughs> and
0: angry at the it's same all worth time? It. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I love how, yeah, human nature is really fun. Human nature is really fun. It makes you relatable too, right? It's yeah. we're all created you know somewhat equal in a sense of like i'm a big believer and yeah some people have different genetic you know advantages and maybe your your metabolic rate is this or maybe you're tall or maybe you're thin or whatever it is but like at the end of the day if you really you know devote to something one thing one thing like a handstand yeah i guarantee you can all do it like yeah. I guarantee you can all, I don't give a sh- what you say. Yeah. And I'm super uncoordinated. Yeah. Like I, you know, and balance is definitely my weak point. So it's like, oh, those two put it together. Okay. Got to figure it out. Um, and it makes it because we're all equal. It makes us relatable. And yeah. then it inspires human connection and it brings us together, which at the end of the day, that's happiness. Or at least it is for me. Yeah. I right. Agree. I mean, that's, and that's why I even, participate in fitness communities or else i just go work out alone all the time you know what i mean it's it's different and then but the other thing with that too is that even you know you're someone that works out a lot i try to work out a lot Mm -hmm. um even with that it brings a level of i mean for me personally like i I work i work in Mm -hmm. finance i work at a firm um one of the younger people there and there's this level of like social awkwardness because it's like Oh yeah, this guy went like I know this guy was at the gym at five or four or whatever, and I like I you know like I, we showed up at work at the same time, but he had a workout in, and now you know he's feeling great, and I'm feeling down. Like fuck that guy,
1: mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's
0: and that's I'm not trying to shit on any of my coworkers. You guys are all great, but I'm just saying that exists. Yeah. Like that exists, right? And for a person like yourself, who like your brand, your personality, everything is like around this. This is who you are. You've embodied Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. I just like, I'll work out. But people aren't like, oh, that's a, that's an athlete. Like that's a different thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, how, has that been challenging for you at all?
2: Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, it's funny actually, because, um, I have some, a core group of girlfriends that, um, that I've been disconnected with, actually, oh, for no. some time. And it's not because of any reason other than the fact that I've been trying to get my crap together. Yep, totally. But, yeah, my lifestyle is so different from the average person, I would say, I guess, um, where I don't have a set schedule. So I'm, I'm what do you call it? What, is it, what do they call it? Flef, f- what? Fruity? You know when you don't, you make a plan and you, you can't go?
0: uh flaky well, thank
2: you that's fruity right.
0: fluffy flaky, fruity, flaky. same <laughs> shit yeah nice
2: you know mm-hmm. um i hate being that person i hate being flaky i don't like to make a commitment and not be able to hold up to it so mm-hmm. that has made my life a bit challenging um my lifestyle you know oh Carmel doesn't drink Oh, Carmel doesn't eat this and i actually do i actually do drink <laughs> i actually do eat these things i just don't eat it the way that others enjoy it as yeah. much because i can't you know mm-hmm. with my lifestyle So it has put a bit of a, I don't know if you want to call it a strain, or it has made connecting with others sometimes a bit difficult, I guess, or Mm -hmm. keeping up with their plans and their lifestyle. Totally. But um, this year, I've made a change, and I've decided to make it work.
0: How are you going to do that?
2: Uh, I'm just going to do it.
0: We'll Sweet. Figure
2: it out when we get to it, <laughs> right? But I've reconnected with two of my closest friends, and I've um and we meet up every we try to meet up every Wednesday for wings. Sweet. And uh, it was actually my girlfriend, um, Leah. She's like, sorry, Leah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like um, Sam and Leah. But Leah's it was Leah's idea to do this um, wing Wednesday because she read she was reading a uh, po- or listening to a podcast or reading a book or something about this girl that used to hang out with her girlfriends, and they used to watch movies on Monday nights and cuddle and even when they had, you know they got married and stuff like that, they still kept up this this thing they did, and I guess they were involved in um, that thing that happened in Paris where the the vehicle went into all oh, these yeah, people yeah, and all this yeah, stuff and yeah. they um, in order for to find comfort and something for them to feel good, they they met together on a Monday night and they watch movies and they cuddled and that was their thing. And it was, mm-hmm. it's kind of what brought them back to feeling okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we need something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've been friends forever. And so, um, we had our wing Wednesday and we can't do it every Wednesday, just life gets yeah, in the way, course, but yeah. we're trying You make an effort. Yeah. And, uh, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I plan around my wings now. So if I, if I have an issue, if I have, you know, something where I've got something going on. Um, this is a priority to me, so I put that within my plans and make sure that the rest kind of falls around it. Yeah. Just like I do for my children and my family and the events that I need to make sure that I, I put as a priority. This has now become one.
0: Were you always that way?
2: Uh, what way?
0: The way of, no, 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 like this meeting with friends or this family thing or this whatever personal life thing is going to, I'm going to make it a priority.
2: Um, I think yes, but not always for the things that I didn't realize was important to me. Mm. If that makes any sense. I think certain things have been more clear on what's important to me, um, in the last year or so, um, because of events that have happened in my life. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think making it a priority or making things that are important to you. I mean, (laughs) if you were to die tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you think or feel in the last day? what are the regrets that you come up with? You know, what are the things that you wish you would have done? Um, And if I can look back and say, I told my kids I love them. I made sure my husband knew that I, you know, that I cared and Mm -hmm. I was happy being married to him for 17 years almost in August. Uh. Um, You know, and, and my closest friends know they're my closest friends. My mom, I saw her yesterday. You know, all those things have been done and kind of checked off my list. I can go feeling I'm Okay. okay. They're Okay yeah you know, so that's kind of I mean it's not gonna be perfect. it's not gonna work out that way all the time, but yeah. if I can get as close to that as possible, then I'm doing okay
0: yeah totally yeah. i I feel you for sure there's um <clears throat> yeah things you need to put things in order, you need to put things in order i right? for me' it's just as a young guy, I'm terrible, it's super bad, yeah horrendous age may better. play a factor right? age, age, <laughs> realizing. Uh, pr- and, and like you know thanks to this podcast and just, you know, my line of work, I talked to a lot of amazing people and they're all like, Hey dude, fucking relax. Like relax. Hey, Mm -hmm. Hey, Hey, (laughs) are you there right now? Are you thinking about three other things? Yeah. You know? And it's just like, ah, yeah, I get it. But the one, a point I want to go back to is that just in terms of the social thing, I would use, I like being good at things. Mm -hmm. I like being great at things. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like being good at things and telling other people about it. Mm -hmm. I just have this internal battle with myself where I'm like, I'm going to be really good at this. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to find out a way to be really good at this because this is just what I need for my own fulfillment and purpose and whatever, what I don't know what the psychological factors are, but that's how my mind works. And I would use those things as an, as an excuse to not partake in social gatherings, partying. I have this guilt complex where if like I'm out, the second I'm out, I'm like, fuck, God, there's so much shit I could be doing right now or I could be pushing things forward and all this stuff. And I have this complex where it's just, it's a, it's a spiral. Yeah. It's a spiral and it goes down. And, and then what would compound that would be the fact that even when I do go in these social situations and like, I'm a super social person, I really enjoy people. Mm-hmm. Like I love people. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not an introvert in a sense at all. I mean, that's how I can do this podcast. Right. Yeah. But it's like, I would avoid those situations so much because it, Number one, because the goal-oriented thing. And then number two, because even when I got in those situations, I felt so alienated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we have a an issue in this country world that we live in about complaining mm-hmm. and like dude how many? it's like people just get together to complain <laughs> mm-hmm. why like what you know like how often do you hear at the water cooler or wherever it is that it's just like oh my god like send you to this oh my god jim never came to that thing and now he's not here again yeah. does he ever come into the office i don't know you know and then you just get into this thing where why are you here? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and I don't want to be part of this if you're part of this, right? Yeah. You ever find a similar situation at all? Or do you just dodge those things? Or is that just me?
2: Uh, no, I, I I, feel you. Um, I I can be a complainer, too. And my husband yeah. calls me out on it. Uh-oh. He does. Yeah. And I, it's not that I, I'm actually very grateful for a lot of things. But I do find myself sometimes getting in my head. Um, mm-hmm. i won't necessarily do it in public and out in the open, but um but I can be a complainer too, mm-hmm. and I have to be brought back to awareness, which he does very well
0: That's why well he's your husband why he's well my husband oh yeah
2: yeah, but um but yeah, no, i don't like it i don't like it i'm i'm very much i feel like the kind of advice or the kind of training that I would give to someone or the kind of mom I am or friend even is I feel like people need to be responsible for their situation mm-hmm. in, in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. right? Um, so if you're complaining, usually there's there's a way that you can get around it. You, know, you don't have to complain. There's always a way to fix things so that you don't have to complain. But people take that route, and they do. Um, so when I start complaining to myself and I get reminded, I often will be like, okay, what the hell am I going to do now to get myself out of it? And I yeah. will make that change. Yeah. And that's what I I. I expect from people and I have to stop doing that because sometimes people aren't built that way. Yeah. Right. And then you, then you have to remember that you have to be that empathetic person that maybe teaching is better than expecting. And then anyways, that's Yeah, but teaching whole. and not, teaching and
0: not coming off like a douche. Right. You know, like right. I, so this is either come off like a complete asshole or a complete hippie. I either go two one of two <laughs> ways. And I'm like, Hey bro, like shut your mouth. Like it's all right. Like, like, pull up your bootstraps. We're going to be okay. Like, don't worry about Jim. Or yeah. I'm like, hey, man, like, don't worry about it. Like, you're on your own path. Da-da-da-da. Either way, people look at me like, huh?
2: Well, you have to <laughs> be aware of who you're speaking with. Yeah, good point.
0: Right? Good point.
2: Good like, point. I would have clients that need that kind of, you know, you know I guess, nurturing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's clients that I'm just like, shit, seriously, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Get off now. your butt. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so picking and choosing who you talk to in what way, I think, might help.
0: yeah picking and choosing definitely yeah for sure uh emotional intelligence no doubt um carmel we got super off track i meant at the start of this podcast i wanted to give more context on you and your story and how this all came to be we just went and bad habit of mine um and i i mess up structures of the podcast all the time but i don't think people (laughs) care it's just me um but i want to do touch on how you came to be and what your journey was uh, for, you know, people that haven't, you know, seen the writings about you or the videos about you or things you've narrated. Like, what can you tell us about, you know, what, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? I can't believe you're 41. Mm-hmm. I thought so. So in my mind, you're 30 something, the early 30s. And this whole process of what you are today was very much quicker i thought it was something that like, turned around in a matter of i don't know like a year or two or something like that but that's totally incorrect now yeah. i'm re- realizing yeah. how long was this journey for you
2: um i mean my journey is been my entire life but um yeah. i guess my my vision and all the stuff that um i've been recently kind of i guess if you will notice for or whatever mm-hmm. has been in the last seven years i guess yeah yeah. maybe five
0: fitness
2: um, wise fitness wise yeah mostly fitness wise yeah. um i think it was about five years ago i got on instagram so about seven years when i got my training certification mm-hmm. so being in the industry and doing what i'm doing and getting where i am happened very quickly that part did mm-hmm. um i used to work out um for the simple fact that i just wanted muscles and i wanted to look good and jeans mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. I still want muscles and I still want to look good look in, in jeans, jeans yeah. right? Yeah, that change. hasn't changed. Yeah. But um, the uh, the idea and the aspect of my training now has shifted quite a bit, right? Um, and that's due to the fact that I've learned that um, you know not being in pain and having a reason behind the muscles <laughs> mm-hmm. and how to use them is more important. The purpose. Yeah, yeah. The aesthetics will be there; they'll come. Yeah. Um, it's part of the package, but um, most importantly, living without pain. Um, mm-hmm. And appreciating the fact that your body can move. That That's is huge. awesome
0: too. Yeah, definitely. Did you play anything in high school
2: or anything? I mean, like that? I. Uh, track or don't yeah. know, something? This was my track experience. Um, oh, you did play track? Oh, nice. I yeah, didn't know that. I, I did ran. not know that. <laughs> okay, I did cool. the 100 meter sprint dash. And I remember my parents came to watch and I was running and I was running. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking up in the stands going, Hey! Finding what? finding my While family. You're running? Yeah, oh my and they're God. like, "Run, run!" I'm like, ah! and I lost.
0: Of course, you lost. Yeah,
2: that was my that was my moment.
0: That was your uh, track career.
2: Yeah, and then I, oh, and then I ran um, that time. We, we do like three or four laps around. Um, yeah, uh, 800 meter? No, 1200 or
1: yeah, something like
2: that. The longer one, I think it was the 1000 yeah. or something, and I um, came in dead last but I didn't stop. Dead last. Dead last. I was the very last person to come in, but I kept going. Um, I did gymnastics in eighth grade for maybe 10 months or so. Mm -hmm. Um, I did well. Yeah. And uh, I learned how to do a handstand. I could do round off back handsprings. I almost got a kip on the bar. Didn't quite make it. Um, That was my experience. Um, Oh, and I played soccer.
0: Okay, so you did have an athletic background. Yeah,
2: I played. Okay, Um, okay. I didn't do great in any of them
1: <laughs> because
2: I didn't try and I didn't, I had another um, plan. Why was, didn't you try? Because, I, well, I mean, I tried while I was playing, but I didn't, no, no, no. Yeah, you know. I, didn't, I didn't, I was too cool. No way. Yeah. I wanted to go and have fun.
0: Where'd you go to high school? Sorry.
2: Uh, Queen Elizabeth Secondary.
0: Which is, I'm sorry, I'm not from here.
2: Uh, in Surrey. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, sure. Yeah. I asked that question
0: like I was gonna know a name when you said it. Um, uh so I'm sorry, I just see you as a person that if you do something you're really gonna try to kill people. Yeah,
2: but it was it was in the wrong areas of my life. Like I wanted to um Okay. When I was growing up
0: Okay, here we go. Let's get let's get to the stuff. I was a
2: little shit.
1: Oh, okay. I was,
2: I was a little shit. I um I enjoyed um, hanging out and doing nothing. I didn't like homework. Um, I enjoyed playing video games. I was Chun-Li in Street Fighter all the time and I won all the time. Um, I, it's okay. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> it did at the time and it kind of does now still. Um, no, um, I, was, um, I was a tomboy so I loved to go out and play and just play chase till the end of the night because right. our neighborhood was safe that way. Right. You know, I was, um, I was a little poop. I liked to try to wear makeup when I wasn't allowed to. And you know, I changed my clothes on halfway to school, you know, oh, like I, those. Did those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did those, yeah, I did those things.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then eventually I grew out of it and I just, um, uh, what happened, I, I, I got a job after high school working, um, actually running a business. What? So I went to school. My, so my dad um, started up his own business college. Okay. So it was called ProSoft Training Career and Development Center. I um, went to school there, got my general accounting um, programming uh, certification. Wow, certification. shout out
0: to dad. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, he was awesome. He worked 18 hours a day, slept there sometimes, yeah. and uh, yeah. Right. So then I learned that stuff, and then I ended up becoming a TA, I TA'd there for a while, and eventually, my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, right. Decided he wanted to open up a tutoring center, so we bought the rights to two franchises called the Academy for Mathematics and Science. I ran those schools for ten years.
1: Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow!
2: Yeah, I did that. So were I ran you, like, a business. Per, were you personal training or anything? During that oh, time? I did nothing. Like you that. Did nothing. Nothing. I worked out. That's it, because I wanted to fit in jeans and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Totally different. Okay, I'm just trying to Carmel. put the pieces together here. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so I, I, I tutored. I mentored kids. I had, I hired teachers. I was the owner operator. I was the janitor. I was everything. Um, did that for ten years. Did quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got married and had kids, and um, I got rid of the business. I knew six years in, five years in, that I didn't want to continue doing it, but I did it because. My dad and mom moved to India for seven years doing missionary work, and wow. I I stick, stuck with the business. And okay. anyways, that was my life for a while, and then eventually I didn't do that anymore. And so after kids, I needed to do something different. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what because I had no idea who I was anymore. Um, this is when all the stuff that moms go through, um, some moms go through when they have children, you know, um, having kids is, is an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Um, I do it all over again, a hundred times over. Um, it wow. also can be very scary.
0: Birth a hundred times over. Okay.
2: Well, you know, uh, our brains are made to forget, right? That's the idea. Right. That is the idea. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, two is enough. Um, <laughs> for the record. <Rikers. laughs> yeah. Your husband's over there getting ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and, um, and so I, I kind of um, I went through a stage, postpartum, whatnot. My body, I wasn't training or working out through my pregnancy because I was quite sick, actually. Oh. Um, and uh, after my two kids, I lost kind of everything in terms of my physical ability. I, was, I had pain. I couldn't do much. Um, I was depressed. I had anxiety. I had it all. Um, I thought I was going to be this awesome mom, and I wasn't. Anyways, um, because of that, um, I've never been a person who has dreams or visions or anything like that, but I had one. And it was basically a dream or a vision of me running out on the street. My arms were spread wide open. It was a sunny day, and I relate it to like a a Viagra commercial, because that's how silly it looked in my mind. Oh, my God. And I was running, and I felt so good. Just happy um i felt like i was exactly where i belonged i had everything going right for me and it was just a moment of this running with the sunshine and so i equated that to my happiness being to movement running so that next morning i got up and i went outside to run Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and my body was like nope
0: (laughs) well yeah you can't
2: run it doesn't look like that no so you I try was to like, do
0: like, I don't know, elliptical or walk first. Or no, something.
2: I was, I was, I was <clears> in an apartment. I only knew to go outside. That was what my saw in my head. It was outside. That's what so I you needed to do. Yeah. I went yeah. to do the outside thing. To do the outside um, thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was actually quite discouraged because I was like, okay, um, this inv- this vision that I had and what I thought I was going to be able to do, I, I, not even close. So. Being outside alone on its own was just awesome. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that until I started. I was like, okay, I can't run, so I'm just going to walk. And I did that. I kept doing that. Every other day, I just would walk and walk. Um, And my mom came to visit me um, from India, and she stayed with me for a bit when I had my daughter. And uh, she came to walk with us. and, And then eventually, I started taking my kids to school, and I would take them in the stroller, and I'd put one on top of the other, and I would take them down the street, and I would push myself. So every thing I did was to get to that run. Mm. And I don't think I I didn't envision the run every day. It was just that that was the goal in my head that I needed to get to. And so everything I did, every single little thing I did, even if it was making food in my house or um picking up the kids off the ground, it was in a way to get me stronger so that I could get that run in. Okay. And eventually I was able to do that. And yeah. so I started running. And then running was the goal, and I achieved it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm on to roll. Let's go. Yeah. So I used to, we used to live in Vancouver on Main and Sixteenth.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. And um, <clears throat> my kids went to school at, at Science World, or my son he went to do the Montessori down there. Sure. So I would run down there with the stroller back and forth. And eventually, um, because the running got a little boring, I would start hopping onto things and just jumping up and jumping over. And then...
1: There's the
0: kid nature coming in, the childless right? nature. Yeah, yeah,
2: because yeah. I was able. My body was like, oh, we cool. got to do something. Cool, I can something. jump up on that. Sweet, can, let's do it. Right? Why yeah. not do it? Oh, I didn't get tired. Let's do it again. Yeah. And then I'd be on the corner of the street. And I'm like, I can't stop. So I'd start doing high knees on the corner of the street. And people <laughs> thought I was a...
0: Looking like a crazy woman. <laughs> I was. Yeah.
2: And uh, And I just kept doing that. And then later I was like... I don't know if I could do a cartwheel let's do a cartwheel <laughs> and then I was like okay um throughout this time I actually had another dream and this dream was and more of a nightmare actually and it was my kids were playing with me in the front yard and they were running out into the street and these cars were coming from either side of the street and they were going to hit them both um but And so I I ran out to go and try to save them, but I could only reach one. So I had to actually choose which one of my kids to save. And I would always wake up, obviously not choosing and just crying and and just being Mm -hmm. heartbroken. But um, eventually, and that dream was reoccurring. That nightmare was a reoccurring nightmare. Um, Eventually, I got angry at it. And I was like, this is not going to happen on my watch. I need to figure out a way to be able to save them both. There's a way. I know I can figure it out. So I was, my, my next vision or my next um, goal was to become a ninja mom so that I could save both. of them. Save both. And I visualized it. I'm going to grab one by the sweater or the, the, the shirt. I'm going to pull them up at the same time. I'm going to grab the other one. I'm going to fly across. And I'm going to grab this one. I'm going to pull them back this way. And I'm going to save them both. And if it so happened that I couldn't reach them both, like this is how far it went. I would have that ninja, that that strength of a mom skill, and I would take that car and I would push it up and I would get my kid out. And that's all that drove me for the next few years. Wow. And so everything I did was like, okay, well, how, what what is ninja? What does that even mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Agility. Agility. How do I jump from one to the other? I have to be as light as I can. I need to be able to jump from one and get to the other. So, you know, whether that's me being upside down, whether it's me being able to, whatever, I don't know. I just had to be able to do it. So I watched Bruce Lee growing up all the time that was my mom and my jam like that's what we did amazing so all i knew was strong fierce you know functional movement light yeah um
0: in shape everything that went with it and so
2: that's what i mimicked wow and uh and my whole trial up to when i became a trainer was for that purpose and then eventually you know i started getting really good at movement and agility i would use my kids skipping rope and by the way my rhythm sucked oh what i had no rhythm and no ability to jump rope or dance even i've always been all my life scared to dance because i had no rhythm and then my husband one day came out and he saw me skipping rope and he's like ha ha, ha let me teach you and he taught me the one two step Cause he's the actual athlete in our family.
0: I it? What do you play? What do you Basketball yeah. in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hockey, ice hockey player. Sweet. So, um, like your kids hit the genetic jackpot. <laughs> yeah, That's hilarious.
2: I'm trying not to put that pressure on them. Yeah, <laughs> Go be an artist. Yes, Go be an do artist. Do what Whatever you want. <laughs> we support, but here's yeah. your training regimen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I use their tools, their instruments. I create little obstacle courses, um, in our driveway when we moved to a house eventually. And then, One of the moms from the school took me to Steve Nash, um, Mm -hmm. said, I've got a free pass. Why don't we go? And I'm like, okay, let's go. And I, I was doing my type of training there and the manager came to me and he's like, um, are you a trainer? And I was like, no, I had never, never even thought of being a trainer. So
0: what kind of, what type of training were you doing?
2: So I was doing handstands and I was doing, um, high knees and jump rope and in this, in like, there's this women's area and there's whatever and these machines and everything around i was the only one not using a machine Machine, in the middle of the floor walking on my hands over top of these steppers on the floor like (laughs) who does that
0: yeah who does that yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't mind being embarrassed every now and again. I like it. And, uh, so then I said, no, I, I'm not a trainer. And he said, well, you should be one. And I said, okay, well actually maybe that's a great idea. I had no career, no anything. Yeah. Um, you're just being a mom at the time. Just being a mom at the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, actually I had gotten a job with a friend of mine over at a chiropractic MT okay. studio. Um, and I said, okay, uh, how do I do it? What's the fastest way? And he said, yeah, I, Go challenge an exam. I said okay, um, so I went and I took the ACE. I found out what exam to study for. Yeah, I took the American Council on Exercise. I went and studied for three months in a library, and uh, next exam time at BCIT, I took it and I passed. No Passing way. rate, I think, was thirty percent. You had to get eighty wow. percent to pass. It's wow, a hard exam. Is it still that hard? I don't even know anymore. But that's uh, crazy. I did. Wow. I, yeah.
0: The that's wild. The passing rate for investment advisors is sixty percent. Ah, yeah, that's yeah, the, it's yeah. A,
2: that's what I was told. Don't 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 be upset if you don't pass on your first second.
0: Drive. I failed a ton of exams. <laughs> a ton of exams.
2: Like my driving exam, I failed like yeah. two three yeah, times. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: at uh, I'm a good driver. I'm a driver. You're fine. Yeah, I swear. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just don't know all the rules. No, it's, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> it's like green is it red? I don't know. We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. Just wait for the honks. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, no, and then uh, so then the next day I went in. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for my job. <laughs> so <laughs> you uh, said that? yeah, and uh, they got me an interview right away with uh, the girl there, and I the interview was fine. I was a trainer, yeah. and then um, but the entire reason I started my fitness journey, which was to be there for my kids and save my kids now switch because now I was training at the gym and I was putting in what was supposed to be 20, 30 hours a week part-time, it ended right. up being 50, 60 or more hours Just a cause week. Just because of the clients? Clients, I yeah. got a waiting list for my training. I, um, I was doing really well.
0: What made clients so attracted to your type of training? Because it was crazy? Because it was just uh, different?
2: You know, I'll be honest. I think, I don't think I was much different from anybody else. I think the reason was because I gave them my attention.
0: Wow. You
2: know, a lot of trainers are in there. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Do a machine.
0: God, I hate that. You know, and I was mm, like. Oh my God, I hate that.
2: Let's check your body. Let's see what's going on here. Let's give you this. Let's put some excitement. Let's have some fun. Let's put some music. Like, let's just, Dude, let's move. Like, I know. I'm I not. F- <laughs>
0: oh right oh i was at the gym today and i literally just seeing a trainer like uh this girl's doing just like uh plank to push up to like burpee to like uh essentially just a plyo box yeah uh, real simple yeah and and she's doing 10 reps and the guy's just sitting there like he's standing there just hands here off yeah i don't know where he is he's just somewhere yeah and i'm like what the because yeah. i've i've been there i've been i've been coached so many times and i hate i hate when coaches yeah. do that it's like are you doing something right now or are you just wasting my time and yours yeah and coaches are always like players don't waste your coach's time I'm like man don't waste my time Shut okay i appreciate the coffee my man uh, <laughs> got the middle of some um and so okay so connect the dots so right now you're at you're a corporate trainer at steve nash
1: mm-hmm.
0: i just was hating on corporate trainers <laughs> sorry guys um you're not all bad that's not my bad sorry i <laughs> mean to throw that hate and negativity out there but you um you're there now it's still there's still a large gap between where you were there and where you are now mm-hmm. you're obviously not steve nash um and you're when what, what year was that how many years ago Will i was
2: like 2013 14 15 2015. What are we in now? No, no, because we're in 19 now. It's four years back, five. Five. 2000, so six years ago?
0: Not that long. Seven years ago? Surprisingly, actually, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I did maybe two years there. Yeah. Um, I ended up running the trainers and becoming a fitness manager.
0: So, what's the, okay, so that's the progression? That so, was
2: the, well, in my opinion, regression. But yes, progression. Woo. Well, and I say that only because it took me away from what I was essentially trying to do in the beginning, which is where I was going, was that I started my journey in fitness to save my children. And then I started working 60 plus hours and a week. And not seeing your children. Not seeing them for days. Like three days ago. by. I'd come home, <laughs> try to tell my kids to do something and be like, Mom, who? Right? Like... What it killed me. Feeling. Yeah. It killed me. And so I realized that this is definitely not the path I want to be on. And I was happy. I was making great money. I was doing really well. My confidence was boosted. My anxiety totally. and depression was going because I had all that going for me.
1: Yeah.
2: But it wasn't my plan. And it was... It was kind of like that momentary awesomeness. Mm-hmm. But I'm giving up the real goal and the real dream. And the more I do that, the more I stray away from what that was. And mm-hmm. even though I didn't have a full pinpoint on what I was, where I was trying to go, mm-hmm. I knew this wasn't it. So it took me about three months. I sat there with my resignation letter in my computer.
0: Why? Why did it take you three months? Because. Why did it take you three months?
2: Because, like I said, I had it made. I was right. a manager. I was making it poop load of money so it's hard for you to justify there was no reason and we needed it right we needed that stuff right right? so for me that was where we needed to be but it wasn't really so i needed to i needed to check myself um because again i'm coming from panic and anxiety right so me having that resignation letter there knowing the expectations of what um were of me from corporate from the Mm -hmm. gym from my family from all of this all I felt was this.
0: Yeah, yeah, constantly. <laughs> you know
2: what decision am I making? This is a life-changing decision, yeah. essentially.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, and then I handed it in, and then I had a panic attack. <laughs> I did.
0: <laughs> That's not how the story story is supposed to go. It's no. supposed to go. I handed it in. I was free.
2: Yeah. No. no, I had a panic attack, and then one of the trainers that was with me left with me. <laughs> no. Not okay. not because of anything other than the fact she's like, oh, "You're not here. I'm not here." Wow. But um. And then we cried together.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah. Sorry, Steph. Oh, damn it. No,
2: we cried together because I had no idea what I was going to do next. I didn't know. And then this is where my first, um, I guess, where my entrepreneurship started.
0: So, yeah, when you were in the process of handing in that resignation letter, I'm sure you were like, hey, then I'm going to quit and do this.
2: Nothing that I knew of. You didn't mean- I just knew it would be still in the fitness industry. Or I just knew I probably would be continuing to be a trainer of some sort. and But you at know, what gym? I had no plans. I just needed to get away from shit, shitting, sleeping, and eating Steve Nash. Yeah. Right? I just needed to get away from that. I needed a month to think. So I took yeah. a month off. Yeah. And uh, it was the best thing I ever did. I just didn't know it at the time. Right. But my gut, my instinct. Told you. My intuition. Told was, you what to do. Yeah.
0: So after that month off, what did your intuition tell you to do?
2: Someone reached out to me um, because I had put a video. That's when Instagram first kind of started. I started hearing about it.
0: well I don't know, 2013 or something like that. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Something so like I that. heard
2: about it a little bit later. And she's like, you should put your stuff up on Instagram. I'm like, what's Instagram? Okay. Mm-hmm so i did a couple videos and i put it up on instagram and um the same girl said you need to start hashtagging and i'm like what are hashtags you know the pound so sign. cute so cute <laughs> so cute and i was like okay um she's like people need to see what you're doing so you need to start hashtagging things like cardio or fitness you know, uh, fitness pull-ups uh, yeah. whatever you're yeah. doing hashtag it so people can find you and find your stuff <clears throat> it might help someone okay fine so i did and um Nothing happened for a little while, um, and I just kind of started getting a little bit of you know. I I just wanted to train. I just kept yeah. getting better physically. I just wanted to keep training. I love training. So to me, training. I no think brainer.
0: we I think we got that one right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. I, yeah.
2: My name is Carmel, and yeah. I love training.
0: I'm into fitness a little bit yeah. sometimes.
2: Sometimes I jump on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a fitness way.
0: What does that even mean? Yeah. Okay.
2: Sorry. <laughs> um, and um. And so, I started hashtagging, and all of a sudden—didn't happen all of a sudden, but pretty soon, actually, pretty soon. So maybe all of a sudden, these bigger pages started seeing my stuff, and they
1: started—they started reposting, reposting it. Okay. Yeah.
2: So fitness pages like um, Fit Girls or yeah. whatever—they started posting, and then I started getting people following so mm. by the hundreds and then by the thousands and then the more thousands Pretty and cool. then thousands and thousands and thousands and that's how it started growing Wow! and uh it has been that way ever since so that's kind of how it all began yeah um i should mention during this time um during my anxiety yeah. and um my my <laughs> my i guess being afraid of being in public and whatnot just generally because of anxiety that's what it does to you um i decided to go into acting oh yeah because what would be better than being in front of a camera
0: totally right yeah it makes made sense. sense yeah
2: yeah so i went from i remember going for my first audition and i was like they're like okay we're doing a salad dressing commercial <laughs> and these are the words and we want you to read it like you're finding the salad dressing sexy and i'm like oh <Nashuair thumbnails and laughs> it makes interesting look sexy or sound yeah. sexy, and I remember shaking. My hands were shaking. My body was shaking. My lips were quivering. My feet were numb because I lose feeling in my fingers and my toes when I get anxiety. Bandcamp All the blood shit. goes into like the more yeah, the necessary heart.
1: areas, right? Yeah, still alive. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I remember I couldn't feel my feet, and he's like, "Take off your shoes and just get you know loose." And I remember doing it a few times. I started laughing at myself, and basically that's how my my auditions went for about a year. Until one day I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what I'm doing. I'll listen to your instructions. I'm just going to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I remember having fun. We're laughing. We're playing, doing something. It was a paint commercial, Rust-Oleum. And uh, I hear, can she stay back? Right? Talking to me. And I'm like, ah, fine. Let's stay back. Let's play some more. (laughs) You know, play around. I'm like, Okay. And then that was my first commercial I booked. No way. And that renewed for like three years. It was awesome. Oh, it was probably damn. the best one I've ever heard. That's <laughs> booked. unreal. Jesus. Yeah. Three years. Okay, yeah. wow. And then that was my life for a while. So I kind of had that no care attitude and I started booking commercial after commercial after commercial after commercial. And so what was awesome about that is I learned to kind of take my my anxiety and my my. Being afraid, and mm-hmm. I used I learned to channel it mm-hmm. into something different, mm-hmm. you know, um, into maybe paying attention or having a conversation or, um, or just I don't know, just just being present. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I figured out how to do that, I became that kind of went over into other parts of my life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so now, what's awesome about that is because I had that experience and have that experience, it kind of went into my Instagram, yeah. and I use that right. Mm-hmm. And so it all without me even realizing what it was for all kind of directed me in this way and the doors open that made you
0: successful in this way yeah yeah using fear to um push you rather than stand in your way exactly in a way yeah and and getting that confidence that's that's crazy that's amazing yeah um so you left this spot you didn't have an idea you took a leap of faith you followed your gut but some point between leaving and joining and becoming a trainer sounds like you had a burst of confidence and a burst of empowerment am i wrong in in saying that was it maybe not that time frame but at some point here you had to have gone from shit i can't run to i have you know 60 hours worth of clients a week that had to bring you confidence no
2: yeah absolutely which is why it was hard to leave
0: Mm. the job was your confidence attached to that
2: um in, in ways, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but it wasn't, it, my, my feeling and my intuition was probably what, what was the driving force behind all of the rest of it. So totally that took over. Um, yeah, my, I also had a weird sense of confidence in what I could possibly do, which is I think what every entrepreneur needs um, is a sense of knowing that something is going to happen that's better. And that was a big part of it. Had I left and been like, oh, let's just see what I can do, blah, 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 but had no reason to believe that there's something else out there for me that would yeah. have been just plain stupid. But my my reason for... I knew that there was a greater purpose for what I... For for me, yeah. there was a greater purpose for what I meant to do, mm-hmm. if you will.
0: You had a bigger belief. Sure. Sure, I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I uh, I always... I never really it's gonna sound arrogant uh I never really had a problem with confidence I was always like I don't a lot of people feel social pressure I don't I just Mm -hmm. don't give a you know shit um and I never have I don't know if I ever will and confidence is not a problem I've had Mm -hmm. and that's not outwardly I'm just inwardly confident on what I can do you know Mm -hmm. and I hope that doesn't come off as arrogance because I don't mean it to but
2: I think what it comes off as is you've never reached rock bottom
0: oh, um.
2: because here's the thing I was confident growing up I grew up with five brothers I didn't have to chase boys I didn't have to, I, I had everything I needed I, I I took what I needed if I didn't have it I made it work I made it happen I didn't second guess or question I just did it and then I had kids and then it dropped me like a pile of bricks I was just done it shook my world. It shook my beliefs. It shook my confidence. It made me realize, and there's other circumstances surrounding it, of, you know, like in, in anyone's life, but it made me realize that I'm not fully in control, no matter how much I think I am. And so instead of calling it confidence, I think it was more of a knowing trust that things are going to be okay eventually, or that my decision was based on something that wasn't purely for my own sake. So... If you're putting a service into the world, if you're putting something greater than what you are and what you believe in <clears throat> for yourself, if for other people, for your children, for the, for the world, for whatever, I believe that there's something like, if you want to call it karma or whatever totally. it is, oh, it's totally. going to come back and help push you in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that was part of my confidence. So it wasn't just a confidence in myself. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I, I mentioned, I mean, going into shoots and going into doing different things, sometimes I don't have that confidence yeah. and I have to ask him for it, Find right? Find a way. Yeah, so maybe that's more my confidence. It's not from within here. It's from where I know I can source it from. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, it does. It. <clears throat> no, it, it it does. It does. I, I get that. There's a, a higher power in a way, for sure. I mean, I'm a spiritual guy. I don't claim any one religion. Um, the confidence thing is like... I just have a divine faith. I don't know. I just have a divine faith where like, yeah, maybe it's not going to work out at all, but like, that's okay. And if it totally works out, that's okay too. Like I'm totally indifferent, but mm-hmm. at, at the same time, like really driven to make it go one way. I don't know. I had a, I'll be honest, man. I just like, these. I, I don't really get too deep on myself on podcast, uh, but you know, I, I had a really terrible childhood and like domestic violence and, Childhood abuse and uh, drugs, violence, like different foster homes, mm-hmm. like literally everything. My parents split. My parents mm-hmm. were never together. They split when I was four and then they got back together. I was in child custody and da 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 until I got 16, where I could just be like, fuck it, I'm not leaving with either of you people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, you know, I went, went to a <laughs> foster home and, things worked out great in the end but through all that I was just like I remember thinking as a kid like well it can't get any worse so it's only gonna go up Mm -hmm. and that gave me a confidence I think that's where my original confidence came from was just like well shit you know if it's this bad and it's really bad and I can go through all these reasons why it's bad I I know it's gonna go up because Mm -hmm. someone when I was really young some you know elder in the community or someone just told me that Life is about balance mm-hmm. and life is always going to come to a balance in nature, um, in business. It doesn't matter. Like literally um, there are, it's called the Elliott wave theory. And the, the Elliott wave theory is literally that it's stocks are going to, sidebar, stocks are going mm-hmm. to mimic natural um, <clears throat> patterns
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that you see in nature. Fibonacci sequence, these are day trading patterns, different thing. But I was taught that balance is a thing. And so my logic was that, okay, like we're so far down one Mm -hmm. thing, like that's really awesome because the rest of my life is just going to be so far up the other way. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like that's it. And that's, I have no idea who put that in my head, but it's like, it's super in there. Yeah. And so every time, you know, something goes left, I'm just like, you know what? Sweet. Like, I'm like, it's essentially, it's essentially like, yeah, I just won the lottery in three years. Right. You know, like, why not? And that's what, just maybe, a lie I've always told to myself. But like, it gets me through. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that idea came from, but
2: expectations, maybe. I um. I don't know. I feel you. I think that um, like even with me, um, nowadays, I think more, more in the last year or two, is that I. Things go great. I have wonderful situations, and I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. And then they go back down to real life, right? And then they come back up again. Yeah. And I think that. What I've learned through whatever I've gone through in my life is that you're, there are going to be highs, there's going to be lows. When things are high, you know they're going to come down. So I, for me personally, I, don't, I drop my expectations on all of it. Yeah. Right? I find that when I, drop, when I have those expectations, whether it's high or low, mm-hmm. if they're not fulfilled either way, that mm. in itself is a, is a discouragement.
0: If they're not fulfilled either way.
2: Right, so if I if I'm like, this is gonna be great. This is supposed to be great. Everything is leading towards greatness, and then it doesn't happen. Like that sucks, man. Uh Right, Uh and then your low is even lower than maybe what you would have been had it just gone. If you had no expectation, it happened as it was, and then you just brought back down with the natural law of gravity.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Whereas the same thing, if you have a an expectation for a great, 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 great low, I feel like you manifest that lowness, and it ends up being worse. But if you just have no expectation and just take what comes, what will, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. then it just goes as it is. And then it goes back to the normal balance of life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So on that, on that exact same wave, I'm a believer in, there's a purpose, there's a plan. Eh, I don't like that word very much, but there's... There's dotted lines that we're going to follow or whatever. There's some form of, again, destiny is not a word I like, but I'll use it here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And at the same time, <clears throat> I'm completely on the other end of the spectrum where I'm just like, yeah, if I want to make something happen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend the laws of gravity, earth, and time mm-hmm. to make it happen. And I, I, I know those are like conflicting ideas. And I know that you're a person that you know, might believe in a higher power and a purpose and a plan. But at the same time, you're like, you just flipped the You flipped the entire script on your plan.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's my belief in that. <clears throat> my mom and dad, my mom, actually, she said this recently because my mom's had two strokes. Hmm. And she's uh, pretty much paralyzed her entire left side. Oh, my gosh. And um, um, she's, you know, she goes in between trying to do some physio and getting herself to walk. And and, and I help her with that quite a bit. Um and uh she says you know i pray and i know that i will be better right Mm -hmm. and and i said that's great you know she said but god doesn't want a lazy person just because (laughs) the plan may be for me to get better or not whatever the outcome may be it doesn't mean i sit idly by and let myself just waste away i need to keep working towards it Mm -hmm. so maybe that fire that you get from where you think it's coming from is really not coming from where you think it's coming yeah. from and from somewhere else mm-hmm. that's saying hey go out and fight for your beliefs go out and fight for what you want go out and fight for that that's my plan for you you don't even know it mm-hmm. i'm just saying yeah. right you don't yeah. know
0: <laughs> hypothesizing yeah Thesis. And, and that's
2: how i look at it is i will work my ass off mm-hmm. but when i work in a direction where i don't where I'm creating something or I'm making something happen, when I actually know my intuition or my inner feeling, or maybe God letting me know this is not really the path I'm supposed to be leading, yeah. it always backfires. Yeah, right. Like a relationship that you want to work, but you guys aren't meant for each other. It may be awesome for a few minutes. Yeah. In the end, you guys aren't going to be together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that sort of idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Just cross-referencing everything you're saying <laughs> with you know years of experience i i yeah i end every you know a lot of the time when i talk with you know intelligent people like yourself i just these are concepts ideas unrefined <coughs> rough you know um thesis is that i just you know formulate in my head and try to run with until i realize oh shit that was wrong you know i think that's a huge part for a lot of young people like just me as a 22 year old it's like how am i gonna avoid as many mistakes as possible and not believe something's real you Mm -hmm. know like yes okay i think this but i'm going to be very aware that it's you know probably wrong right Mm -hmm. like even though i believe right now it's probably wrong right and i'll I'm, i'm not even i don't even maybe i'll never figure it out yeah I'll never, ever figure it out. And that's fine, just being happy with that. But it's really hard for a person like me to be happy with that. Like, no, I want yeah. answers, damn it. You yeah. know? <laughs> I wanna know? I want to know. I want to know. But I also want to go back to, to confidence, man, because what, so many people. Sorry, was, One more thing yeah, you go said. Yeah, What's up? Um,
2: just touched on that. My dad used to say to me, he goes, Carmel, when he was trying to convince me that, you know, God is real. Sure. He said to me, he goes, I could tell you that this apple is not an apple. And he's holding an apple in his hand. I can tell you until I'm blue in the face. Mm-hmm. But the truth is it's an apple (laughs) no matter how many times i tell you this apple is not an apple it's an apple it's an apple okay so take it as you will just like and this is his belief you know god is god he's there you can deny him you can tell me that he's not real you can tell me that there's no higher power you can tell me all of that but if he's there it doesn't matter what you say or think or any of that stuff right Mm -hmm. nothing you tell me is going to change the fact the apple's in my hand it's still there yeah Another perspective. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just had to say it because you just reminded no. me of the same that yeah. conversation I had with my father. You were yeah, saying confidence. An apple is Sorry. an apple.
0: Yeah, now you got me another no. <laughs> <laughs> confidence. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> we'll talk apples and oranges later. Um, you know, I coach basketball. Yeah. Coach okay. basketball, and. A lot of of kids have this problem, man, where it's like they put in the time, the hours, the work, and they just – game time comes. They just can't put it together. And I think a lot of that has to do with confidence. And then I see that in um, young women that are around me. And I'm talking about people that are like killers, go-getters, like people that are like, yeah, I can do this or whatever it may be. And they're entrepreneurs or they're killing it in whatever world that they're in or, you know, women that are close to me. It's just like I see – this and then there's always this one point where you're like ah yeah, but I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like why not? Like I just and I erupt immediately. Yeah. Obviously. And I just want to know from your perspective, where does that mm, but I can't do that come from? Why?
2: Um I believe cuz a lot of people would rather not try than fail. And I don't think it's only girls, but I think girls are definitely the majority. Um, I used to be like that too.
0: Oh, there's, sorry, for the record, there's tons of guys like that for sure. I'm just saying that people in my immediate is like, yeah, you know, because guys don't talk about their feelings. (laughs) Right? Yeah, they don't.
2: (laughs) They just punch and kick. Right, and break things. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I think that a lot of people are afraid of failure more than they are of trying and and winning. Actually, actually, I think a lot of people are, are, have a fear of succeeding, what I mean by that is that <clears throat> once you've done it and you've accomplished something, what then? It's like now the air's a, now there's an expectation. Oh. Right? So now it's like, okay, I've I've done it, I've I've come to that point, I've I've I did it, I did well, and now they want me to do it over again. But I don't remember how I did that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I don't know if it's gonna be good the next time around. Yeah. So a lot of people actually, and I myself included, have a, fear, have a fear of succeeding. Now what do I do? You know, what if they want me to do this over here? But this is not something I created. This is something that just happened, happened. when I was doing. I don't know how, how it do, happened. Yeah. How do I do this over here when, you know, when I'm told, asked to do it? I, I don't know how to do it. And so huh. now there's a new fear and now there's a new expectation. I think that's very fearful.
0: Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
2: I've been mm. through it many times. And this is the thing I was telling Clavender. actually. I was like, this is the year I've decided to not fear things. Well, I'm sorry. My bad. I'll fear it. I'm still going to do it. Right. And I've done that before, but I mean on a different level.
0: Okay. So how was it before and how is it now?
2: So before, you know, my fear was... my, my I fear everything. I I, I you know, just... Trying something new, setting a new goal—all um, these things are. There's fear because I, I don't know if I can accomplish it because of whatever reasons, you know. Um, but now my my fear is 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 growing bigger. I'm I'm my stuff right now. Everything that I've been doing for the past few years, I've got so much on the go, but I haven't. Op- like I've got a bunch of doors that are open in front of me. They're unlocked and they're just waiting for me to step through. <clears throat> but I don't. Know it's on the other side and i'm just waiting kind of standing here just waiting for me to know first before i take that step because i know that once i cross over it's going to be a lot yeah and we were talking before about building a team and having the right people around you and stuff like that and i haven't been able to do that yet as of yet and i'm doing that now and so that was my plan this year is i'm going to take a leap of faith Talk to the people I trust the most. <laughs> and ask them to join me and and do it together and um and welcome the fear. <laughs> welcome step the fear. into the light or uh, yeah. whatever it might be. Mm. Um
0: Yeah, trust. Right. <clears throat> trust. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, it's uh it's January, <laughs> everyone's sick. I totally get it. <laughs> I uh I'm trying my darndest to try to Haven't missed me, haven't missed me, but, um, I fail, I fail a (laughs) lot. And, um, man, yeah, trust is such a hard thing and we experience it internally here at Self-Hired. I experience it personally. I experience it in corporate world. I also experience it athletically in coaching, being afraid, afraid to fail. You know, I never actually put that or afraid to succeed rather. I'm not definitely not afraid of failure. I like it. It's fun. It's Mm -hmm. really fun. Um, because people count you out, and that's mm-hmm. fun.
2: Yeah, because right? you can school you're like, them later. I him. got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
0: think that? Okay, think yeah. that, right? But you, you have know? to
2: learn that feeling.
0: Yes, through multiple beatings yes. and falling down and getting back. You know, f- fall fast and all that. Yeah. But being afraid of success, man, wow, that's powerful. I coached and I started coaching on a whim. Someone asked me and I ended up, you know, I've done camps with NBA guys and I've been in gyms that I shouldn't have been in and I just was put in a position to be in and I was just so scared and that was fun. I went to the fear. I've been trained to do that. You know, that's how you get through sports. You're nervous for a game. Mm-hmm. Go kill it. You know, that's one thing. But I was always like, oh my God, I'm going to do this with a podcast too. And now that I think about it, um, I would always want the workout or the camp to just kind of mess up just kind of just mess up a little bit yeah. like just mess up to a point where it's not disastrous but it didn't go great yeah like it went okay
1: yeah
0: right like we could have done some things better <laughs> so i could have a point of improvement and so that next time when i go around that you know and the expectations wouldn't be that high and then yeah. i could just live to what i thought my human potential was right yeah. but you can grasp above your human potential and shit now that i'm saying this <laughs> i think about this all the time with the podcast and i mentioned this very briefly like when we went into this we had no idea what we were doing i had no idea what i was doing and every one that we did it was really good it was really really good and we got a vibe every time and i was just i would I, we'd finish a podcast the guests would leave i look at kevin i look at val and i'd be like fuck <laughs> why did, we're going to miss. We're going to mess up. We're going to mess up. I don't know how we're going to mess up, but one of these days it's just going to go terribly. And this, that, and the other. Like, don't expect it to be good every time. That was just a fluke. And then the fluke happened 10 times. And now the fluke has happened 20 times. And the fluke's going to happen 80 more times. And I, don't, I still don't know. And I, I say that and I'm trying to manifest and get myself to believe that in, in a way, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. even with yourself coming on here, I'm like, oh man, this better go good. If it doesn't go good, what's going to happen? <laughs> 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 right. And I just, part of me wants, something to mess up mm-hmm. because this is another thing
2: because you know that feeling and you know how to get back from it
0: because i'm comfortable You're with comfortable. that yeah and how weird is that
2: isn't that weird Yeah.
0: have you ever been to scandinavia no in scandinavia i played basketball there for a year in denmark neat. they yeah. they put an emphasis on being comfortable
2: because
0: mm-hmm. so they call it huga, which is like comfortability togetherness tea cozy warm sugar donuts relaxing fun together right all and the
2: things that come with comfort <laughs> all the things
0: that come with comfort food come yeah sleep you know whatever and i went over there to get better and i went i was like we learn to be uncomfortable right as athletes we learn to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and so i went completely the other way and they hated me for it they hated me for it mm-hmm. if you were in a situation like that I'm not going to tell you how I dealt with the situation. But if you're in a situation like that where maybe you know, you're with a team of trainers or you're in a situation where everyone wants to hang out and just be you know, glam photos or don't do a real workout, just take the photos, spray some water on you, whatever, how do you react to a, a, a situation where everyone wants to be comfortable but you want to go the other way?
2: I find my place in the middle or on the corner of a room or I um, take my moments out. I take timeouts. I find my, my spaces. I have to. And I don't owe it to anybody to explain to them why. Mm. Um, I think that's a big thing when you go and there are certain expectations of how you should be socially, you know. Um, Many times I'm in a room with a bunch of people that are, you know, doing a commercial or or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to stay focused, sometimes you have to bow out of the conversations that are had. You know what I mean? And I think just um, finding your space and not being apologetic for taking that time out to to collect yourself, I think, is, is... reasonable and it works
0: that takes a certain confidence
2: it's kind of not a confidence but more of a I don't care because it has to get done and that's how I process and that's how it gets done so that's what I'm gonna do
0: it's more of an I don't care yeah
2: right because if I sat there and thought they're gonna think this they're gonna think that oh shoot you know they're not gonna like me
0: Back to your days. Then
2: I'm going to be sitting there and I'm not going to be what I need to be all when right. I need to be it.
0: Your feet are going to go numb. Your fingers are going to go numb. All That's the heart's it. going to go to the blood. Uh, the blood's going to go to the heart.
2: Yeah. Wow. And you learn that because I used to go to the, these auditions and these auditions, there's, there's... Sometimes there's hundreds of people Sometimes yeah. there's and they're all right there, all crowded. Right in all, front of you and you're looking there. at them. Yeah. yeah. And you got lines or you've got things that you got to do and you got to do it and mm-hmm. you got to either find your space if there is one and if there isn't, you're doing it right there
1: mm-hmm. and
2: you got to be able to say, okay, this is my moment to do what I need to do forget about who's watching in the room there's about 15 people watching you anyways doesn't
1: matter it feels
2: different when you're amongst your peers that you're kind of not competing with but trying to get the spot there's one spot there's yeah yeah you know Mm -hmm. um i think if you can find your center this is the thing that i've learned over um i guess the years of being around in the industry a bit um is that finding how to get back to yourself right because a lot of people will bring out happy carmel or happy this or sociable this person or or whatever to get into the mood to get into that gameplay or whatever you're you need Mm -hmm, to be mm -hmm. and being able to retract that and just being like how would i speak to my husband my children um what kind of a conversation or what would i be doing if i was just alone here like these are the things that you have to be able to center yourself to in order for you to kind of be okay with like getting out of the situation that you asked me about, which was, mm. you know, taking your time out or, or being around people and still being able to do your thing and not being, not feeling like you have to do what they're doing. Hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Totally makes sense. You're taking me so far off my game plan because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's, that's, that's how good things happen though. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, because
2: I've done the other.
1: I've right. done the other. Probably it a lot. It doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: You just sit there and you're like,
1: fuck. Ah! <laughs> There's my thing. What <laughs> do I do? Right? Yeah, yeah. What do I do? Yeah.
2: I don't have anything. Shoot, shoot. And then that intensity, or sorry, that anxiety intensifies because you're right on the spot now and you take that into the room or you take it into wherever you're going mm-hmm. and now you've lost your job.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? So you have to find channeling. Find your moments. It doesn't matter what they think because if it did then your life right now is being dictated by all those people around you. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, you're not living your life. You're living theirs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're living what they think you should do. Yeah. Right? And then you're, you're, you're not you anymore.
0: God, that comes through in a lot of stuff you do. Do you still yeah. do a lot of acting?
2: Um, I don't. I actually um, I haven't been with my, well, I'm with my agency, but I just haven't been going out for anything for the past year and a half or so. kind Mm -hmm. of pulled back but that was because i really wanted to focus on my brand Mm -hmm. and uh the great thing is i i still have connections with the clients that i've worked with in the past so they contact me directly which Mm -hmm. is nice um i have that relationship with with some of them which is great so
0: so where are you now like what where are you now in terms of career life direction i know you look great on the outside what's what's going on in in, in the mind
2: (laughs) There's always a battle in the mind. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, I'm honestly, I'm trying to figure out, um, I'm trying to figure out where to kind of put my energy in. I've already got things in place. Just trying to figure out which path is going to be, not the quickest to where, I guess, the success is or whatever it is, but more, more like um, for my game plan, which is I would like for my programs, Body Ma Method, um, my YG12 series that I've created, which are workout programs that I've created for the athlete or the average Joe or the, the mom, the dad, <laughs> yeah. um, to um, take on kind of a life of its own. Like there's Pilates, there's CrossFit, there's stuff like that. Um, mm. I'm trying to create the Body Mom Method, mm. which is body mastery. And essentially, that's what I feel like my programs are about. They're about kind of getting to know your body and creating the most ninja <laughs> out of it <laughs> as you possibly can get using yeah. all forms of influences like sport conditioning, yeah. maybe a bit of yoga, um, Pilate influence, um, definitely some MMA, um, animal flow, all of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, these things all dance, huge mm. into dance, mm-hmm. probably because I can't dance and now I feel like I can a little bit because of my jump rope skills.
1: Yeah, beautiful.
2: <laughs> right? Um, So I really want to create an educational piece for it so that trainers can get certified in it. Mm -hmm. And I eventually could um, help them get some exposure and uh, get people to start training the Body Mom Method.
0: And that's what Body Mom Media is about, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. Okay, 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 okay. I'm putting putting the pieces together now too. Okay. So, hold on. I got to ask. You are so untraditional in your training methods. Mm -hmm. I understand that you were like, ah, I wanted to... Grab my kids and I wanted to find a way to do it. And I get that's an inspiration for sure. But on a more technical or analytic side, where did you draw this knowledge from? Because I've seen the ACE program and it doesn't necessarily talk about animal flow or your yoga incorporations. It talks about bench presses and contractions and muscle stabilization and stuff like that. It doesn't yeah. necessarily go there. How did you get this knowledge and where?
2: So again, um, a lot of it's just through experiment experiencing with my own body. Yeah. Right um when i worked at steve nash we did a number of different certifications um worked with trxs and rip trainers and all this sort of thing and i have those certifications and whatnot but i think honestly um with it comes you know just experiencing of the body i learned from other people that have a lot of mobility skills um i talk with them i collaborate with them i work with them um and then I just kind of take whatever my training is. So whatever my training is, there are certain rules when it comes to training, you know, there's certain rules of the body that you would have to adhere to so that you don't get hurt. So I take mm-hmm. those basic rules of training and then I lump them in with my gymnastics training. I lump them in with the sport conditioning. I lump them in with what you do on the bed. I lump them in with all of that stuff, <laughs> but I keep the rules. Yeah. Right. The rules right. of training, the rules of not getting hurt. And then I put it together. and The create physiological a program. rules. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly. There, you know, for the average person, there are some rules that if you just stick to those specific things and understand, you know, little bits of the body like stacking, keeping the spine neutral, things like that, um, movement patterns, things like that, that even the average person can actually do really, really well mm-hmm. in their own training regime. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of information out there, but if they stick to those specific rules, they would do okay.
0: Who are you paying attention to in these worlds, in these realms? Oh. Who are you gaining information from?
2: Um, I have a lot of inspiration that comes from a lot of people. Um, um, I'm in the Instagram world, so that... <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Uh, listen, it's yeah.
0: 2019. Don't yeah, it used this, to be Facebook, now it's here.
2: No, I, and I, I full credit to these guys. Um, there's some people that definitely inspire me. Um, um, I mean, for business, for movement, for training, all of this, right? There's um, Michael C. Vasquez. He's amazing. Can He's, we pull him
0: um, up? can we check his stuff out
2: <laughs> michael hey i'll be actually doing some um collaboration filming work with him hopefully in march i'm gonna head out there oh he's, he's in LA. a dad he's a dad yeah
0: he does cool stuff with his kid
2: yeah he's a um he's a b-boy
0: gangster yeah he's i awesome. love it
2: um yeah so he's I think amazing I know what
0: you're talking about but maybe i don't i don't know we'll see okay yeah you'll,
2: you'll know as soon as you see him if that's what okay. you're talking about okay um I love people like Hunter Fitness. So okay. Hunter's awesome. He's um, he's mobility crazy. He talks about cars and uh, his program is is he does a program and he does a lot of teaching and he travels and i'm gonna hopefully see him the next time i'm L- in la and we're gonna be Hell together yeah. that's
0: so cool you can see all these people i gotta interrupt you brie please write these names down because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take them later And if you can <laughs> pop up someone's ig or youtube or something like i want to see what you're seeing and what you draw from it
2: yeah these guys are awesome um, okay, So vasquez hunter yeah um who else um uh Hannah Fitness. Hannah, Hannah Fitness. Hannah Eden. Had an, had, I just actually did some work with this her. She's amazing. A, what the hell? Yeah. He's awesome. And he's out. super down to earth. Look at his stuff. You just got to look at his stuff. He's, he's pretty phenomenal. What, what? He's like power and speed, agility and oh. b-boy. He's just...
0: He's wearing Converse too. Yeah. Oh
2: my God. You know, the funny thing about he and I is that um, um, we've been friends for about four years on Instagram. And I was in LA filming a few months ago, or that's the first thing
0: that he's done that I can do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You got to see some of his b-boy stuff. That's kind of it's the best.
0: I think this is the guy I saw just doing like push-ups, push-ups and squats with his kid on his back and stuff. I don't know. Oh yeah, most likely, most likely. Cool. Yeah. So what did you draw from Michael?
2: Um, I just love the fact that. Oh, he does handstands like I do. So that was the first initial introduction, how we kind of... Yeah,
0: you do handstands. I do handstands. Oh, my gosh. Sweet.
2: This is awesome. But he brings in a little bit of animal flow he's doing up there as well. But um, his B-boy, so he brings dance into it, which is my ultimate... I wish I was a dancer. Sweet. Right? So for me, I so wish I was a dancer. So bear crawl. And he does jujitsu now. I think he's been doing that for a bit.
0: What is this? What is this?
1: What is this? This what is, is an this? animal flow. What is what what? So why?
2: I, I just, I don't know the animal flow official kind of training, but um, some people do this. And basically it's, this is, I know when you go back, you load the beast and then you bring the beast out. And it's like.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Whoa.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm getting jealous. Can you turn it off, Marie? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, these are some amazing people. Um, I, I love people that know mobility. Do, um, Dr. Jen Esker, I think her name is. Um, she's amazing. She was actually um, uh, dating Lewis Shows at Lewis House or what's his... I don't
1: know.
2: Yeah, anyways. It doesn't matter. Okay. That part doesn't matter. My point being that she's inspirational okay. and she deals with a lot of mobility and she's really good at what she does. These people are really good at what they do and they have influences from different things like different backgrounds jen is amazing at her handstands and her flexibility All um these people yeah and he's amazing with his handstands and his his crazy b-boy stuff and hannah's just a titan girl she's just like hell yeah fiery redhead just crazy awesome and sweet you know there, there are pieces of me that i wish i was that if i can take even a little bit i'll use that in my in yeah. my training of yeah. you know i yeah. um uh what's her name Kaisa fit have you heard of kaiza no. oh put kaiza on she's a powerhouse okay powerhouse she trains with um just train and they train kevin hart he trains kevin hart okay amazing like she, her, she's just a powerful powerful woman Sweet. i think sh- her her background is track um yeah just people that are super inspirational and you know and and they're they're pretty real like they're pretty I've, real. I've well, you know a, them, so I've talked to. Well, no, I don't know them. Know them, but I've yeah. talked to a lot of them, you know, via Instagram or some in person.
0: Yeah, um, you recommending these people means a lot because I see a lot of people on Instagram like, oh, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, these
2: ha- these people have skills. It's yeah. not like I don't. That's why I follow them because they're beasts and they know what they're doing, and they give it everything. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she looks like a titan.
2: Oh, she's crazy. No, Hannah's the one I was talking about this, time, but she's also amazing. Oh, she's also okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, what I was saying about michael is that we had been instagram friends for about four or so years and i was doing a photo shoot and it was at his gym that he trains at and he was walking in with his son and i look over and i'm like michael he's like carmel and we hung out and we did a quick video together and we're like Aww. this is the first time we've met and we didn't even realize it because we've been talking for so long so that crazy. we didn't even know that we had not met yet like that's how small the world brings us Digital in this age, whole social right? media stuff wow yeah pretty cool
0: that's crazy are you familiar at all with um the guys over at uh on it academy you've ever heard of that
2: on it on it um, academy i believe i've heard of on it but i don't i'm not familiar with
0: on it academy bring up their website if you want um on academy is pretty cool it's just about holistic human optimization how do we get the most out of our minds uh- our bodies our souls Everything, yeah, and they have a physical on an academy in uh austin Texas, i believe, where they do uh animal flow they do m m a they do sports- sp- specific training they yes. have yeah. like you know sports science they go all out and then they also do like um they do stuff like this where it's all nutrition-based. Mm-hmm. Um, they deep dive on keto. They deep dive mm-hmm. on veganism. They deep dive on everything. And it's just like it's led by – that's very, very cool. Like that's – talk about a dream job. They do nootropics and how to enhance, you know, uh, cognitive enhancers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's so, so cool. I love all that stuff mm-hmm. um, as well as just the, the basic, quote-unquote, training right, right? Yeah. um they go into everything and how to become more empathetic and stuff like that and they like they use themselves as test subjects now so it's a whole team
2: oh interesting
0: um they do recipes too they they make their own products they do mct oils like it's super freaking cool hmm. um I, I will yeah if i'm ever in texas i'm going there for sure but it's <laughs> it's headed by two gentlemen um kyle kingsbury and marcus albrey aubrey marcus sorry um and they are you know two beasts that were both mma fighters and they had a progression of just being animals physically Mm -hmm. mentally you know callous the mind callous Mm -hmm. the mind you know just Mm -hmm. be able to go stronger be able to be faster go longer and just outdo whether that's you know iron man's or Mm. crazy shit and then just like whatever we can do it or you know uh exercising the wim hof method and breathing and stuff Mm. like that so cool and then they just took a total turn and were like shit i'm just a douchebag that thinks he knows stuff Oh, that's what I am. I get it. Oh, okay. And I love that realization And I'm trying, I don't think I've had that moment yet where I'm like, I'm like aware of it. I'm trying to like find some, some method of, um, inspiration. But I say yeah. all this just to ask what other things are you aware of or learning about in holistic human optimization? Is there anything?
2: Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Life, man. <laughs> Seriously. Life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's definitely, I mean, training is not just about the physical, it's about the mindset. It's first the mindset Mm -hmm. and everything plays a role. Your family life, your job, your, your character, your upbringing, all of it plays a role. Mm -hmm. Um, holistic, if you will, it's just, you know, like you cannot just sit there and say, I'm going to become this and only train physically. It's Mm -hmm. just, you, you won't get anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I believe, yeah, everything plays a role. You got to be, you got to, you got to take from every aspect of your life. Your training goes into every aspect of your life and every aspect of your life goes into your training.
0: Mm-hmm. I look at it like it's a foundation for everything. You know, like I just can't, like it's like training is point A and you can't go to point Z without point A. So you might as well just get out of the way, mm-hmm. you know? Um. But yeah, I like these guys that they call us the mind and stuff like that. And it, it plays back into what you're all about in terms of, Finding a way to get a workout in,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in short amounts of time, but being effective in that short amounts of time. Yeah. Here's the problem. I don't want to do it. Or like, like, you know, there's that moment of like, I feel like shit today. hmm I feel this like all the time and I found ways to go through it. But it's just like, man, when I'm down in the dumps, how do I pull myself back up? How Mm -hmm. do like, I I don't want to film a video today. Mm -hmm. I have to go get my kids. Like, I don't want to do this or Mm -hmm. whatever. There's a million things, right? How do you just flip a switch and do it?
2: I don't always flip the switch. Sometimes I just don't do it. And then. That's
0: so hard for me to believe.
2: It's true. (laughs) It's true. I'm all about balance, man. Like if I can't if i can't work up to it and i can't be real and i need that day
1: mm-hmm.
2: to just you know be like crap and just have my day of just crap really? i'll take it wow are you kidding me if i don't then the next few days are going to be feeling that way and it's going to just be prolonging <laughs> this feeling of crap yeah. and covering it up with the videos that i'm doing it's it's you have to take your days if you sit there and you try to always be on, always be on, always be on, you're going to burn yourself out. And I've done that. Yeah. I've done it all. I've done it all. And, <laughs> and it, it sucks. Yeah. So I say that there's, there's discipline and there are more times that you should get up and out of bed and do the things you need to do and get it done even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. That's majority of the time. But there are some days where you need to lay in bed and just stay there. And that's okay. Even if it's for like an extra couple hours in the morning or, you know, or, or whatever. Like if it means eating that piece of cake that I had on the way here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about.
0: Right? Like, Transparency.
2: Honestly, if you, if you sit there and try to be so strict, that in itself is stress. Like I can't tell you how much stress impacts your health. And this is probably the biggest thing that I have to give if there's any advice when it comes to um, getting to your goals, being disciplined, eating habits, um, working out habits, all of it. If all of this stuff is stressing you to hell, then you're already defeating the purpose of all of these things you're trying to accomplish. Do you know what I'm saying? Meal planning, it is awesome if you can make that happen. If you're stressing yourself out to death trying to meal plan, you're probably doing a lot far worse damage to yourself than you are doing better. Yeah. So weigh out the battles that you need to fight. The negatives and the positives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, do what you can with what you've got. And then the rest that you don't, let it go. It'll come back around, I promise you. All that shit comes back anyways, right? So just, it'll come back. Know that it will. And then when that comes back, you'll be a little wiser for the next time around. Right right? If you try to accomplish everything when it hits you, that you're going to die from just because of the stress.
0: You know, I knew you were insightful and I knew you, <laughs> you you thought about these things and have talked about these things, but you know, hearing it from the horse's mouth is just a little bit different. And I think I've heard you speak about these things in a little bit different way than I think I've heard a heard it in the past i don't know maybe that's just because i'm sitting in front of you and not in front of a screen i don't know
2: but it feels different you know why because not everybody wants to hear it that's the truth some people don't really care and it's hard gauging and maybe maybe i need to stop maybe this is one thing i need to do more is not um worrying about spending a little bit more time trying to say these things a bit more or a bit better or a bit deeper because some people don't want to hear it and i think that it's hard to talk to a wall but yeah it's hard yeah. right mm-hmm. and but the one thing that i do always tell myself in the end is even if one person gets this and if one person can do better because of it then it's worth it yeah um maybe that's what i need to remember all the time <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> so i have to ask mm-hmm. what do what do people not know what is the general public the people that see you online in person maybe you, you know some spot you're speaking at or in the gym with you what do they have no clue about is there anything that you can shed light on that maybe you haven't had the platform or the opportunity to do it in less than 60 seconds
2: or maybe that i don't want to share
0: or maybe that you don't want to share i mean i don't want to put it like <laughs> that <but> like <laughs>
2: i have a temper i have a i have a temper always have
0: uh in what way in the way of like i just see him and he makes me mad or in the way of like he did this and i feel a way about it but like it's okay i see my anger and i understand it but so i'm not angry but i'm kind of angry but it's okay but don't worry about it but i'm still kind of mad or is it just kind of like a yeah dude what the hell
2: i i am um... I have a temper where I like to punch holes in the wall. Oh, temper.
0: (laughs) That's a good answer. That's a good answer.
2: Yeah. But once it's out, then it's out. Really? Yeah. I don't hold grudges. I don't hold grudges. I don't, I don't, I'm not, and I don't get mad very easily. That's the thing. So when I do get mad and I do punch a hole in the wall, it's for a good reason usually, or I'm passionate or something's happened to really hurt me or, or a, or something's festering or something so yeah. i try not to let that happen damn. and it doesn't happen very often but i have punched a few How holes I, in the wall I,
0: really yeah are you serious
2: growing up for sure and then maybe once or twice in my adulthood <laughs> <Bah>. <laughs> nowadays it's called slam ball
1: right 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 yeah because totally. there are
2: days where i go in and i kill that ball damn yeah
0: savage yeah completely savage that's, uh yeah. I uh, wouldn't have believed it three hours ago or however damn long we've been doing this freaking podcast, but I kind of believe it now. I kind of believe it now. I can yeah. definitely see it. there's a line inside of there. That, there's
2: there's passion behind it. I believe in the things that I believe in, and sometimes it's the anger that I believe in, and I will let it out.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. On that note, we have been going for a long time, and I don't really give a damn, but you know what? <laughs> I got to ask, What? I like to put things in context and, and, and perspective, and I like to see in retrospect because a lot of like you said it's all about the journey in retrospect how you reflect on things and your problem solving practice or your problem solving methodology or how you were like ah could have done this, could have done that, but I did this and this is why, mm-hmm. you know, because that to me is where listeners have a lot of value. You know, I can extract a lot of value because I have problems every day. And I and I think I constantly check myself and I'm like, ah, am I dealing with this the right way, mm-hmm. right? Am I attacking this problem or not attacking it? Should I even be thinking about it? You know, mm-hmm. like my mind, I have one of those minds that just goes and goes and goes, yeah. right? Uh, you know, and that's probably why we work out because um, yeah. it just calms it just a tad. And that little tad, man, I'll do anything for it, right? Yeah. Um, what was your biggest mistake? What was your biggest success? And why did you do both of those things? What was your thinking at the time? She's giving us the Kanye pause, the, the pregnant
1: pause. <laughs> um,
2: I don't know. The biggest mistake. I don't think I've made the biggest mistake yet oh but but that doesn't mean i haven't made plenty it mm. just means that i think everything has been a stepping stone to where i'm now so can i really call it a mm. big mistake and if i was to pinpoint one i don't think i have one
0: like maybe a, a pivot that you 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 should have stayed with or maybe you should have stayed dedicated to those clients longer or maybe you shouldn't have let yourself fall off or maybe you shouldn't i don't know i no. don't know no, you really all of know. those things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, but yeah. no. Yeah.
2: Um, truth is, I, I I'm so far from perfect. You you don't even know. Like mm. I'm, I make a lot of decisions sometimes based on a whim or based on a an anger, you know, mm. or something. And mm-hmm. I I those are instant regrets or maybe oh shit I shouldn't have done that. But I don't have anything large enough to say that has changed the way my life has been in any way to the point where i regret mm-hmm. none of that um yeah sorry i can't tell you that wow but <laughs> i'm sure but i have a success <laughs> oh okay. no success i don't have again i'm still trying to succeed i think everybody is i i'm you know having my children mm. never regret that biggest mm. success ever mm-hmm. um the fact that they <laughs> still love me and they're proud of me mm. Huge success. Hmm. Um, uh, what else? You know what? The decisions I've made so far that have allowed me to be there for my mom and dad in the past year. Had I still been working at Steve Nash and working the 5 a.m. to 9 whatever. p.m., whatever yeah. it was. Had I still been doing that, I probably would have been pretty pretty good financially and all of that stuff. Like, I but I would never have the freedom that I have to take care of my mom and to be there for my dad mm-hmm. and my family. And that to me is the ultimate freedom. If you mm. can achieve that because when something like that may come and you can, t- you can do something with it, that is the best feeling in the whole world. <clears throat> That's my biggest success right now Wow, is being able to be there.
0: The freedom that you gave yourself to be able to be there. Yeah. Okay. That's a philosophical question, right? Let's get a little bit more practical. Okay. You know, well, that's a philosophical answer, let me say. Okay. Right? Let's get a little more practical. So you leave a gym, you leave a great, you know, income, and people look at you on Instagram and they say, shit, man, I just want to be like her. I just want to be her. I just want that life. You know, I got kids do, do now it really <laughs> hell yes hell yes thousands of people it's not a small thing i know because i see it listen <laughs> when i posted that super embarrassing handstand attempt like i probably got 10 trainers being like oh god do this 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 and this don't fuck up when you see her da, 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 da. and, and <laughs> like you you have an impact uh, listen anyways that's funny people people will Constantly be attracted to this idea of you that you've created, right? Mm -hmm. There are real merits and real things behind that idea, that picture, that person. There's a difference between the time that you left and the time that you're there, the time where you are right now. There's a freedom there. How did you create that? I mean one of the most practical things is financial freedom. Mm-hmm. How do you survive now? How do you continue to do this? And how are you gonna to continue to build on this? Like it's all so mysterious to me. Yes, mm-hmm. I see it, she's amazing, but how does it work? What are the gears behind it, right? Why does she still do it? What's the motivation? Does she make money off all these posts? How does she do it? I don't see sponsorships, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, like there's no, I just don't, I, see, I get the why, but I don't get the how.
2: Okay, so for everybody it's different. Right. If I did this, if I if I if I did my journey based on just wanting that financial freedom, I pro- probably wouldn't have gone because I would have had no idea how to do it. Yeah. Um, for me, I am sponsored by a few people. I work with Garden of Life. All you right. know, they help me with all my protein, all my stuff like that. Okay. Um, I work with a few companies. I still work with clients or or companies that I get to go see. you know um i do photo shoots i do things like that i also have a program that i worked very hard on right to create this is my biggest one Mm. um i have an income because people buy my program and that to me is awesome because Mm -hmm. before i used to have to depend on shoots on uh collaborations of some sort of this and that um is my check coming in the mail? When's it coming? Oh, yeah. I delivered it. It hasn't arrived yet. All this stuff, especially yeah. as an actor or someone who's an entrepreneur. These are the things that you have to deal with. Yeah. Um, let me just tell you something. Um, there's a lot of sacrifice. And if yeah. you're doing it just for the money, <laughs> it ain't going to be helpful. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. And it's not going to be super rewarding in the beginning and then if you have that vision and that goal and you stick to it which is why I don't have a lot of sponsors or collaborations because I need to make sure that the people I collaborate with are people that are on the same journey on the same path i have an inbox full of requests
0: i'm sure i'm sure you do for
2: collaborations for doing this wear this try this post this for me blah 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 use this coupon whatever you name it To be honest, I haven't been able to go through half of them, which Mm -hmm. is why I'm trying to build a team. Mm
1: -hmm. Because
2: I'd like to search for those that are like-minded. And I want to work with those. And I also want to help, if I can, for those that are trying to get somewhere and just need a little bit of a push and we're aligned with the same goals. Mm -hmm. Um, I can do that now, right? Um, Before it was me. And pages used to help push my stuff. And that's how I got jobs. Instagram has been amazing. Social media has been amazing for networking and for jobs. Mm Instead of me having to go through an agency and things like that, I get to talk right to the company. person. Yeah. yeah. And talk with them, work with them, go meet them, go see them, and keep and carry on a, mm-hmm. a really great relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a lot of things, a lot of sources, but right now it's, I put out a program. That program is mine. I own it. It's yeah, mine. Yeah. I created it. I spent a year of doing nothing but that. Really? I, we filmed it. My husband, myself, and a partner I had. Yeah. We filmed it. I created the program. He was a director. I was a director. I was the talent. I had a client that was with me that she lost about 100 pounds. Oh my single God. mom at wow. the time and she did the workouts with me mm-hmm. on the video. She's my client. You know, um This is how we did it. This is how we created it. And I did it this way. I had other options. I had investors and I had apps that were asking me to join.
0: Sure you did. But I
2: didn't do it because I didn't think that they could capture the vision that I had. I wanted to do a lot more teaching than just putting a workout out there. So right. my YG12 program, which is You've Got 12 Minutes, mm-hmm. is not just a program that has workouts. It teaches them. It teaches mm-hmm. them form, structure, frame. Mm-hmm. What does pulling the belly mean? You know what I mean? What does yeah. absorbing impact mean? What do those things mean? Yeah. That's out there. Yeah. And now I can join a, an app and do stuff like that. But that was my baby. And, and I did it. Yeah. And it worked. And it's you out You
0: did there. it twice, really. I and mean, YG12, YG20.
2: And I've got more coming. Oh. Yeah.
0: Can you drop can you get a little sneak peek? Anything? Uh, no. Come on. Ah, okay, whatever. We won't pry. We won't pry. We won't (laughs) pry. We won't pry. pry. I listen. I know the program. I literally uh, got it from my girlfriend. Uh, It's it's awesome. I've done it with her. It's
2: awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Yay. Calisthenics
0: is fun, bro. Yeah. Calisthenics is awesome.
2: The truth is, you need to learn how to use your own body first before you try to start putting stuff on top of you and and running with with a weight that you can't handle. Like, you know, there's things that you need to do before all that stuff is there. And you'd be pretty surprised at what kind of muscle and lean whatever you want to get and, and agility and all that stuff that you can get. Yeah, just from doing body weight training it's
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's kind of awesome it's kind of being awesome. the
0: master of your own domain too like i'm here i am this soul and this consciousness in this meat sack and i want to figure out how to want to i want to just i want to use this meat sack to do cool shit yeah like that's me i don't know i think a lot of people are like that
2: yeah, yeah. and and the bigger picture and you know it's funny because for the first few years i was on instagram i was just on it i didn't know what i was doing i Mm. had no vision for that i just knew that i needed to do what my dream was about right that was what my my plan was i had no plan to get large on instagram i had no plan on creating a program i had none, none of that but when i started putting my workouts out there i started getting messages how do i what do i do you have something what can i please help me Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That's where YG-12 came from. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do I give them a program that they can do? Because all the excuses are, I don't have time. How do I give them a program that they can do that they're not going to get injured because they don't have the proper training? How do I give them a program that they can do that they can do in their home because they can't get to a gym or they're too scared to get to a gym? Mm -hmm. How do I give them a program that's going to improve their endurance and their ability, stability, balance, and all that stuff Mm -hmm. in a 12-minute program? How the hell do I do that? That's where it came from.
0: That's what she did.
2: Because that's what I use. God,
0: it's pretty genius when you think about it. <laughs> <I
1: hope
2: so. laughs>
0: Not bad. Well done. Bravo. Thank you. And it's helped a lot of people. Yeah, a ton of people. And it's quality. Yeah. it's amazing. Thank you. Carmel, I got I got a lot of I got a lot of stuff on this uh, on this notebook. But you know what? We've gone for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, we've been
2: talking for. We've been talking for
0: a long time, and it's been an incredibly humbling and insightful and fulfilling conversation. And, uh, and I appreciate it. It's, you know, I'll emphasize humbling for sure. And, you know, just to have your perspective on, you know, I keep on trying to build you up and you're like, ah, yeah, I'm okay. And I got a <laughs> long way to go and this, that, and the other, and I'm still figuring it out. I'm trying to raise kids and I'm trying to get by and all this stuff. And it's, you know, it's just one of those things where you see something or you meet someone and you're like, you know what? Yeah. And that's kind of all you have to say, you know, you just get it. So I really, really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Because
0: I know that you do get a lot of requests and, you know, you pick and choose. And I just hope that, you know, people can get value from this and people can continue to learn from you and that your voice can go a little bit further than a, a two minute clip on YouTube or a 60 second clip on Instagram. And I think that was at least my goal a little bit.
2: Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's been fun. It's been real. (laughs) (laughs) It's been very real. I've enjoyed this.
0: Thank you so much, Carmel. And uh, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another one. Uh, I know it was long, but I know it was worth it, too. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys.
1: Amazing. Uh